Ready if you are, let's do this. Good morning to all of our listeners around the world logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Good morning to everyone joining us on JanoRadio.com. And of course, good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Ah, it's a nail-biter day today. I gotta say that. The, the anxiety started yesterday as we're continuing to watch the polls. It is Wednesday, November 9, 2022. If you got somewhere to be at the bottom of the hour, you got 14 minutes to get there. Hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. We are crushing on women in music today. We have a plethora of artists that we're celebrating today. So far, we've heard from Jordan Sparks and Christina Milian. Oh, dip it low and pick it up slow. Love that song. Oh, yeah. And we just heard from Alicia Keys. We, you know, we could do the unthinkable. If you're ready, I'm ready. And I got to agree with one of my co-mods, Javette. You know, we can get what we want, say what we mean without being all the way out there with it. You know, we can be subtle. <laughs> and the message will still get across. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go every Monday through Friday. We do this 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern New Time. Yes, we have extended from three hours to four hours. You asked, we delivered. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me media moments on instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and you can also find me on tiktok moments with me media and the me in everything is mi so before i forget i should have said this yesterday but starting january we are gonna start advertising so if you would like to advertise your business venture with us please send us an email send me an email at the moments with me at gmail.com i'll be rolling out more information very soon and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today we have caribbean corner of course <laughs> we have news out of north america republican governor brian kemp wins a second term in georgia over democrat stacy abraham sorry and i don't know if it's just me i have one eyebrow raised and i'm very skeptical about this powerball ticket that was sold in california that snagged a record 2.04 billion dollars yeah, we'll talk about that. Michigan voters approve amendment adding reproductive rights to state constitution. And James Rosener is the first out trans man elected to a U.S. state legislature. 
On the international scene, police detained man after eggs were thrown at King Charles III. <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing. Have some respect. In business and tech news, Facebook parent company Meta laying off 13% of its employees. And Elon Musk promises to ban impersonation accounts on Twitter. In health and science news, severe depression eased by single dose of synthetic magic mushroom. Okay, y'all got me a little confused here. Now you're pushing synthetic drugs? Whatever. Sports news, U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner has been sent to a Russian penal colony. In Believe It or Not news, a passenger busted by TSA agents. And you know what? You do stupid, you get stupid results, right? Sorry, but you're busted by TSA for trying to smuggle a gun inside raw chicken stashed in carry-on bag. You, what, you didn't think they would see that? You put it on the conveyor belt, it goes through the scanner. Uh, dumb. Are you dumb? Yeah. A National Park Services issue warning, telling people to refrain from licking psychedelic toads okay so i think clubhouse just lost me uh <laughs> and i know you're not hearing me either on um on air because internet just chipped out that's the one thing i will say um when Ever there's a storm brewing, there's also internet connection issues. I do apologize for that. An entertainment news coming up. Nigerian Instagram uh, influencer who flaunted private jets and luxury cars sentenced to 11 years for money laundering. We're gonna go to some music. Let me play some music until the internet gets back in and decides to work with us. We are back in business. I hope everyone in Clubhouse is able to hear me as well as everyone listening online. Had some internet connectivity issues. We lost internet. I do apologize for that. All right, and it's time for us to get back to the business. Here is some more music. It's a busy day here, right? We have a lot going on. Here's a little bit from Blue Cantrell, Hit Em Up Style. And I will tell you, some of the songs today are inspired by The Rosolo Show. I was listening to The Rosolo Show, of course, I am a part of it, last night. And Rosolo had me dancing. And I told her I am going to be playing some of the songs that she had last night. 
<laughs> Coming up after this one, we're going to have the details of our stories. Keep it locked. And as the cash box rang, I thought everything away. There goes the dreams we used to say. There goes the times we spent away. There goes the love I had, but you cheated on me. And that's for that now. There goes the house we made a home. There goes you'll never leave me alone. For all the lies you told, this is what you own. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. We're crushing on some ladies in music. So you're only going to hear songs from ladies. Who remembers this one? I think so many women were singing this song. question when the women cheat on the men what do the men do to get back at us <laughs> This song is so old. I think the song is about 16, 17 years old. <laughs> they just divorce us. <laughs> Do they try to clean us out? I don't know. The way we try to clean them out. We hit them where it hurts, right in the pocket. But you know what? No one. That's what we're going to think about right now. And how I know the age of this song, it's son number three, who is 17 years old, and he used to sing this song as a baby. The chorus, no one, no one. <laughs> Is four minutes before the bottom of the hour. Heart, I know, I know. 
says what well, where I know Someone told me I should take caution when it comes to love I did, I did And you were strong and I was not My illusion, my mistake I was careless, I forgot I did And now, all is done, there is nothing to say You have gone this so effortlessly You can go ahead, tell them, tell them all I Broken hearts, I know, I know Thinking all you need is there Building faith on love and words Empty promises will wear, I know, I know And now, when all is gone, there is nothing to say And if you're done with embarrassing me On your own, you can go ahead, tell Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com. And thank you everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Appreciate your patience as we navigate the technical issues as it relates to the internet connection. It keeps going in and out, so let's see if we can have a good show regardless. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday. We have a new time we have extended. So instead of ending at 12, we now go on till 1 p.m. Eastern. So we do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and you can also follow me on TikTok, moments with me media. And the mean everything is M I. Coming up right after this one from Chantel Impossible, we're gonna get into the details and we're gonna start off with business and tech news. Someone told me I should take caution when it comes to love, I did. 
and it's time for the business news. First up, Facebook parent company Meta laying off 13% of its employees. This story is courtesy of the Associated Press. Facebook parent Meta is laying off 11,000 people, about 13% of its workforce, as it contends with faltering revenue and broader tech industry woes. And this is according to CEO Mark Zuckerberg when he wrote a letter to his employees and sent it out on Wednesday. The move that comes just a week after widespread layoffs at Twitter under its new owner, billionaire Elon Musk. Meta, like other social media companies, enjoyed a financial boost during the pandemic lockdown era because more people stayed home and scrolled on their phones and computers. But as the lockdowns ended and people started going outside again, revenue growth began to falter. An economic slowdown and a grim outlook for online advertising. By far, Meta's biggest revenue source have contributed to Meta's woes. This summer, Meta posted its first quarterly revenue decline in history, followed by another bigger decline in the fall. Some of the pain is company-specific, while some are tied to broader economic and technological forces. Last week, Twitter laid off about half of its 7,500 employees, part of a chaotic overhaul as Musk took the helm. He tweeted that there was no choice but to cut the jobs when the company is losing over $4 million a day, though did not provide details about the losses. Meta has worried investors by pouring over $10 billion a year into the metaverse as it shifts its focus away from social media. CEO Mark Zuckerberg predicts the metaverse and immersed digital universe will eventually replace smartphones as the primary way people use technology. Meta and its advertisers are bracing for a potential recession. There's also the challenge of Apple's privacy tools, which make it more difficult for social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Snap to track people without their consent and target ads to them. Competition from TikTok is also growing. Yep, that's a growing threat as younger people flock to the video sharing app over Instagram, which Meta also owns. Uh, I don't think everybody's going to get into the metaverse. I don't see us replacing smartphones as the primary way to use technology with the metaverse. I don't see that because... um, You can't walk around going about your everyday business with these things on your eyes, right? From my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're going to have those goggles on, yes, I call them goggles, the Oculus (laughs) headsets, I think you have to be in one place. So it's highly unlikely that um, they're going to replace smartphones. Sorry, I don't agree. But they did... No, I want to imagine that the pandemic was not going to last forever. I I would hope. Did they think it was going to go on forever? No. So it's poor planning, poor forecasting, poor preparation, right? It is better to build slowly than have this huge influx. And then all of a sudden you got to pull that carpet, that rug from under everyone. Uh, Yeah. That's my two cents on that. 
Elon Musk promises to ban impersonation accounts on. I'm sorry, go ahead, um, Afo, go right ahead. Um, yes, it says something that they don't think they'll try to replace, uh, like cell phones. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you guys, uh, well, but nothing gonna see it still. Hopefully, no, no privacy. If not, we can try and see if we can find by the video. But I think it was a CEO for um, Nokia, and he was on some forum or whatever, and he was like. You need to get a date. When was it? Twenty twenty-five or twenty thirty? You know, but no one called the number. Cause I don't remember exactly yeah. which one. Mm -hmm. But he did say that um, uh, sometime in the future, yeah, better, yeah, sometime in the future, they're instead of having cell phone walking around with, they will have something implant in our brains. <laughs> yeah, I can just make a phone call like that you know what I mean uh, same like where, um, who was it I would have thought Elon, yeah, Elon Musk was some neuro thing implant inside of your brain yes yeah, so the CEO of Nokia was saying the same thing that instead of have these cell phones they will have some stuff whatever implant inside of your head and they just think of who you want to call and you just call make the call for you and you basically talk to these people in the head so <laughs> that's where that's where they want us to go because yeah you have movies with them and then put these things in movies you put these things in movies um where inside them or whatever implanting on them head and you know the, this uh what, what you call it and like them have something of them eye you know and like some uh, like a thing we want call and we are called just pop up you know one of the eye and all kind of some weird stuff and but them put these things in the movies i know they're moving thing already them is like them them kind of desensitize us or whatever by putting these stuff in the movies for your seat and then when it do forward it's like a okay, yeah, say you know, it's like, mm, oh, okay, well, we see this in the movie before, so uh, it's it come to pass now. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they, they actually spoke about that stuff. So, probably the same thing. And the one of them are billionaires, so they still don't have their <laughs> meetings and talk what they want to do with the future and whatever. It is <coughs> right. What to come. I, but, Alpha, let me ask you a question. So, mm. as much as they can plan that, though, isn't it ultimately our choice if we want to have something implanted? I don't think it's something that can be automatically done that they're going to capture you hold you down and implant it and say this is the way we're going right i think it's a choice just like you have you have some people who uh don't want to get a smartphone they want the flip phones and that's why they're still making them and then you have some people who will never do away with a landline right so i think it's mm. going to be a matter of choice they're coming up with the technology for those who want it right now there is technology that you can get a chip implanted to open and it um works with your smart home it you can yeah, you, you scan yeah. it and things so it's nothing new but i i think it's a matter of choice it's not going to be a mandate where everybody has to communicate that way you know what i mean true that right but, but i'm gonna put nothing sorry. past these yeah. evil entities you know what i mean <laughs> Wait, let's, call, let's, let's not call oh, let's look at it this way let's not call them evil entities let's call them um because at the end of the day um a lot of what we're using now 
um, people in the past, hold on, Kevrock, I'm going to get back to you. A lot of people, a lot of the things that we're using now, the technology we're using now, decades ago, people thought it, it was going to be evil, but they were part of way of life for us. You know what I mean? So, um, so we're now our grandparents <laughs> saying the same things that mm, don't trust these things. All right, go ahead, Kevrock. Sorry, go ahead, Kevrock. No, I just wanted to, yes, I'm also what I wanted to say, but uh, to Afo's point, I think it's not necessarily desensitizing us, but getting us accustomed to the idea. So when the idea comes around, um, it's almost like it's commonplace. And also look at um, our, our watches, the, the Apple watches and even the, the payment systems, the touchless payment systems years ago, many years ago, you think like, you know, when people go with that, who are going to adopt that? But it has been adopted, um, you know, broad, you know, broadly, and 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 so it is with some of these things. It, even with the Oculus, it might not be in the same sense that we are thinking about it. People laughed when they, they, they came up with Google Glasses. So maybe it might be in that form, or as Apple mentioned, um, have it embedded in some way um, between the brain electronic um, uh, kind of construct there. So interesting times and, and give thanks Kevrock um for, for the, the 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 proper choice of it yeah um yeah no is always saying that give thanks for the proper choice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the proper choice sorry <laughs> yeah that's all better you know so we're just desensitized but yeah you say invisible but at the same time the moment if you listen to some of these people, them tell you, and them even tell you, you know, you know, be happy and own nothing, you know. <laughs> you get me? I said. So, you own, yes, a technology, yes, and some, and it might make our life look better and adjust an upgrade and thing. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? However, them people, them, the some, it's like them go. Sometimes them go when them, them give them reasoning, they go beyond. More, oh, it's just a technology for making life easier. Them people have an agenda. Bill Gates <laughs> even tell you out them own more. Say, yo, he want by a certain time in the future a synthetic food everybody will eat. And as you can see, them already I do that already. You know what I mean? I, I do all sort of things to the food, to the, you know what I mean? Even to the air where you breathe. Yo, them, them have an agenda behind it and them tell you what they might do. You get what I mean? I say, but. No, but, but think different from people still. But right. I just, but if you walk like a dog and quack like a dog, yo, it's a dog. <laughs> and the, so it's not that. No, me, me, me just call them evil entity. No, I call them evil entity because the uh, what them are outline and what them are trying to do and the agenda behind it. And uh, even is that you know what I mean? Cause right. even with the the, the, the implanting um uh, uh, whatever in you know, the brain, you know much animal when them Elon must try to pan and them dead. You know what they call him, they, you know them have to do them study on animals first and run them local tests and all the animals before them go to the human trial. And them try on how much and I forgot how much animals and all of them dead. You get what I say? So if you can get this correct on some animal, you can get this correct on human uh, beings. I'm gonna have to wrap you up because we do have a lot more stories to oh, go right, through. So right, go ahead right. and wrap up. Ra go ahead and land. Go ahead and land. Alright, cool, give thanks. But yeah man, I just let me know them one. Them have an agenda behind them thing and them uh, them them agenda is not what people think it is in terms of oh it's just a technology and this are gonna be good for us. You right. know, cause them talk about 
eventually controlling people and all them type of things so I just that they on a real platform for you, for this still but but just to make it we know say hey them something out there and don't take my word for it when you can't just look up the things them for yourself and you know what I mean come to no one conclusion and that thing. All so right. that's all I'm Give thanks. All right, no problem, Alpha. Thank you so much. Our next story: Twitter, Twitter's former CEO Jack Dorsey calls company's mass layoffs his fault. He said, "I grew the company's size." too quickly. This story is courtesy of BallAlert.com. Twitter's former CEO Jack Dorsey sends an apology to the company's employees, calling the mass layoffs his fault. On Saturday, Dorsey took to Twitter to apologize to employees following the massive layoff. In a series of tweets, Dorsey took ownership of the layoffs and said he grew the company's size too quickly. Folks at Twitter past and present are strong and resilient. He tweeted, they will always find a way no matter how difficult the moment. I realize they're angry with me. I own the responsibility for why everyone is in this situation. I grew the company too quickly and I apologize for that. He continued to say that he is grateful for and for the love and for everyone who has ever worked on Twitter. And he also said that he does not expect that to be mutual in this moment or ever. So, of course, we all know Elon Musk took over the company after purchasing for $44 billion and quickly made some changes, drastic changes. Our next story, the pros and cons of Airbnb stays and hotels. Which do you prefer? Airbnb has changed travel accommodations for life as we know it. Travelers have more options now at their fingertips than ever before. And although there are many advantages of the rental platform, some find it hard to choose between Airbnb stays and hotels. Whether it be a luxurious stay or something quirky, there are so many accommodations around the world to choose from. And because there are advantages to both hotels and Airbnb stays, travelers are left to weigh the better alternative. There are several factors to consider when booking where to stay. The decision plays a huge role in how the trip will turn out. Travelers have to think about costs, amenities, activities, and much more. On one hand, hotels are a great choice for a short trip or for those who want all the thrills. One thing about hotels is that they have everything you need, on-site bar, food, pool, housing, fitness center, and more. Hotels cater to you so you can unwind and relax without lifting a finger. Guests tend to get their money's worth because all of the services are fixed into the price. Another perk of hotels is that they're conveniently located near local attractions that visitors are there to experience. Needless to say, when it comes to hotels, you know what you're getting. So, um, I can give a recommendation, a couple recommendations for uh, Airbnbs. If you want to offer everything that a hotel has, and I say if I were to own an a Airbnb, it would be a luxury Airbnb, and I'm putting luxury in air quotes. I would see to it that there is a vehicle um, available. If you need a driver, that will be provided. You won't have to cook. I will provide um, chef, a chef or housekeeping services around the clock, 24-7. You ain't got to lift a finger. 
uh, yeah, that's what I would do. You you get you're picked up from the airport and everything. You have someone at your beck and call. You know, you have a butler, a maid, everything. That's what I would do for Airbnbs and still try to make it as affordable as possible. But it will be a luxury thing. <laughs> I don't know. Because if I go on vacation, I don't want to cook. I don't want to do anything. I just want to get up, go about my business, or just lay around and do absolutely nothing. I don't want to wash up any dishes. I don't want to load a dishwasher. Nothing. I don't even want to drive. So... I know there are probably other people who feel the same. Go ahead, Rosolo. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Um, keep in mind, though, because um, moments that people often use Airbnb for other reasons. Like, I, oh, you know, so they yes. don't, it's not always a vac- luxury vacation or a vacation to get away. They use it for business, last minute trips, you know, so it depends. I think the difference between the, for me, between the hotel and Airbnb, if I'm traveling with a group, I prefer to be at an Airbnb with my friends and, you know, so we can cook for ourselves or do whatever. But if I'm traveling by myself, depending on where I'm going, I'd rather go to a hotel. To a hotel. Okay, so you mm-hmm. have the choice. I like the idea of the group, but I don't want to cook. Have no, you can get a chef. We, yeah, I mean, that part is all. Have yeah, you seen to. this guy on, tic- on Instagram? Oh, my God. He has women drooling. He's Jamaican. I think he's Jamaican. I I hope he's Jamaican. Where is he? Where is he? I think his name is Chef Jaylon. Oh, Lord have mercy. Where is The big thick brother with the tattoo. No, the no, 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 no. Not him. Not him. You sure it's not Chef Kevrock? Stop messing with you guys. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, I'll say this. Um. Let me say this, Kev. If, info, if, so yes, I'm go- I'm jumping on it. Right, I'm jumping on um on Instagram right now to make sure I do. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me tell you something. I'm not gonna lie. And if you have children around you, please co- cover them ears for a quick second. He is a private travel chef. Okay, <laughs> and he most of his clientele are women. And let me tell you something. The experience, just watching it, is orgasmic. You have men in the comments saying, I don't want this man near my wife. Let me tell you something. I have sinned multiple times. He's young. He is so young. Oh, the, oh, the pussy are you. Don't call him puss eye, please. Don't no, call him puss eye. No, I, I, I don't take away the moment. Yeah, no, don't call him puss eye. I mean, no, I, have, man, I, owe them. No, I have people what? in my family with, puss, with what you call puss eye. I don't like the word puss eye. No, please don't. Call another name now. No, man. Like he is, he is. You know what I mean? find a word for you. He is. 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 Come on. I'm not disrespecting. I know. I understand. Folks, I understand. I understand. Some people want to take it away I, but i feel them problems really, i know disrespectful i know you're not being disrespectful i know you're not i understand you i know you're not i know it's a term that a lot of jamaicans use right but yeah um yeah yeah and feel the woman them yes. um yeah yeah you always have one of the black gloves and the unit twice her he's a travel chef based out of miami florida Ah, oh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, my Jamaican for real, too. Oh, he is Jamaican. Okay. Yeah, my Jamaican. Okay, so Virginia, so Virginia, Jamaicans tend to refer to people with um, either green eyes, blue eyes, hazel eyes, as call, having calling them puss eyes. I don't know where they ever got that from, but that's what they 
refer to them at. So Virginia learned something about our Jamaican culture today. <laughs> yeah, because the, post, the, 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 the cat has those color eyes. That's why. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... Um, oh, Lord, let me tell you something. This guy... Um, woo! Let me just stop right there because I'm looking Damn at moments. It, it's like you're, you're, out of, you're out of breath, out of words. I don't know. <laughs> I did. I still, and she still hasn't sent me anything. We have a little patience. I have a little patience. A little patience. His name is Chef Jaylon. C-H-E-F-J-A-Y-L. No, Lion, sorry. Chef J Lion. Uh, yeah. L-Y-O-N. Oh, Lord. Hold on. Leave me alone, Kevrock. Leave me alone. Not because, not because. Leave me alone. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so click on his um thing at the top. I pin it on the page for you, um, Rosola. Click on that. But he has even old woman drooling. Okay. <sighs> oh Lord. Okay, I'm done. Let me move on. Let me move on. Next story. Um Airbnb says it will improve its price transparency to help users avoid hidden fees. Airbnb has turned into a bit of a hassle. Given all its vague booking fees, it is not always easy to tell how much you'll pay for your vacation rental because sometimes the cleaning fee or security deposit may not appear until after you click on a listing. Hmm. Huh. However, Airbnb has acknowledged the problem and in response will become more transparent about its pricing. CEO Brian Chesky announced on Twitter that starting in December, the rental accommodation platform will offer the option to see the full price of a stay in search results and on the map, price filter and listings pages. Users will still be able to see a breakdown of the full price, including Airbnb's service fee and discounts. Chesky also said Airbnb will prioritize total price instead of nightly price in its ranking algorithm. All right. I would have, I, I thought they did that already. I've never used Airbnb. I'll be honest. I've never booked anything through them, but um, that would make sense. Transparency is key. And that's it for our business and tech news. We're going to hop on over to health and science news. Severe depression eased by single dose of synthetic magic mushroom. This story courtesy of CNN Health. A single dose of a synthetic version of the mind-altering component of magic mushrooms. Uh, where is Virginia to pronounce this for me? Okay. <laughs> Let me spell it. P-S-I-L-O. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Thank you, Dre. Come true, Dre. Dr. Dre. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, you. A, uh, 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 I'm, I'm a plant-based fan, you know. So why you got to put on the voice, too? <laughs> it's my psilocybin voice. Psilocybin. All right. Mm, okay. What is that, <laughs> Dre? It's the... Uh... It's the it's the compound that's in the mushroom that makes you hallucinate. Okay. Or I shouldn't say hallucinate. That takes you on a spiritual journey or makes you see the cartoons or whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. That's called hallucination. Good morning. Well, you know, I I, I didn't know the mushroom people that come for me, but yeah, hallucinate. It makes you hallucinate. I got it back first. I'm trying to be correct. 
Good so, morning. Good morning. So the psilocybin, am I saying it right now? Psilocybin. Yes. Okay. All right. So let me start over, folks. I'm being educated today. A single Learn dose quick. of a synthetic version of the mind-altering component of magic mushrooms, psilocybin, improved depression in people with a treatment-resistant form of the disease, a new study found. The randomized double-blind clinical trial, which authors call the largest of its kind, compared results of a 25-milligram dose to a 10-milligram and 1-milligram dose of the synthetic psilocybin COMP360, which was administered in the presence of trained therapists. Results of the study published Wednesday in the England uh, Journal of New England Journal of Medicine found the following: an immediate fast, rapid-acting, sustained response to 25 milligrams. Okay. This drug can be extracted from magic mushrooms, but that is not the way our compound is generated. It's synthesized in a purely chemical process to produce a crystalline form. Okay. So I guess there's good and bad in everything, right? Our next health and science news article sleep deprivation affects nearly half of american adults we have spoken about sleep so many times here and it's so so important folks americans are failing in their endless quest for adequate slumber leading to deficits that can impact health according to a new study on sleep habits in the u.s the study which authors called the first to separately evaluate sleep duration between work days and free days, analyzed sleep data on over 9,000 Americans aged 20 and older collected by the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey between 2017 and March 2020. Almost 30% of respondents had trouble falling or staying asleep, and about 27% were very sleepy during the day. The analysis also found over 30% of adults reported an hour of sleep debt. When you sleep less than your body needs, while nearly 1 in 10 adults had a sleep debt of 2 hours or more, understand that your body is not recovering the way it ought to. All right? I think we uh, we need to learn to discipline ourselves. I am I'm in the bracket too. I'm not excluding myself. We need to learn to discipline ourselves. Put the phone down. Turn the TV off. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. We have become so um, much like babies. You know, in babies, you're trying to put them to sleep and they don't want to go because they're fighting it. They think they're going to miss out on something. Well, unfortunately, we're now doing the same thing, thinking we're going to miss out on something. We got to be on top of everything. No, we don't. We do not. Think about a soap opera. You watch a soap opera today, you can go a couple years without watching it. And then when you watch it again, you catch right back up. Nothing messed. All right. Uh, Stressed. Try taking a breathing break. Try these six techniques. All right. One is box breathing. This exercise is aptly named because the four phases of each breath, inhale, pause, exhale, pause, are done at an even count, like the four even sides of a box. So let's try that. So you inhale for a count of four, pause, holding your breath for a count of four, exhale for a count of four, pause without breathing 
for a count of four. And then 573 breathing. This breathing technique simply follows a 573 pattern of inhaling for a count of five, exhaling for a count of seven, and pausing after the exhale for a count of three. Another one is 478. So the pattern continues, right? And then you have peace, pause, breathing. Never heard about this one. With this exercise, you will want to close your eyes so you can visualize spelling out the word peace. Lengthen and deepen your breathing to follow this pace. Inhale for a count of five. Exhale for a count of seven. Okay. Alternate nostril breathing. Alternate nostril breathing is a yogic style of breathing that has been specifically shown in research to help ease anxiety. So, Rosolo, I think we all need to do that today because we're all on edge as it relates to the results that are pouring in. <laughs> I think we were having anxiety from yesterday. <laughs> so we need, we need to try that one. All right. Yeah, so that's it for Health and Science News. We also did business and tech news. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to have stories out of North America. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. Here's a little Fantasia for us. When somebody says your name In my stomach there's a pain See you walk in my direction I go the other way I start to stutter when I speak Try to stand but my knees go weak What's happening to me? In the dark can you tell me what it means? I lay my head on my pillow Staring out the window Wish I'm a star for a sign It's the reason why
Listeners, logged on and listening online on QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone for quality music while you work or play. Log on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Morning to all my listeners yeah. on JanoRadio.com. Download that Jano Radio app. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. J A H K N O Jano Radio. Take us on the go. Clubhouse family, appreciate you for always rocking with me every day. Of course, Clubhouse is where the conversation happens. Coming up after this one, we're going to have the details of stories out of North America. Keep it locked. Oh, 
the last time you listened to this song in its entirety? It's been a long time. Tell me Groove Theory. This is taking me way back in the day. what anybody says these songs will never grow old thank you for this one groove theory all right and it's time for details of stories out of north america First up, senior accused in racist attack withdraws from the University of Kentucky. This story courtesy of the Associated Press. A white University of Kentucky student accused of physically assaulting a black student worker while repeatedly using racial slurs will withdraw from the school, her lawyer said on Tuesday. Sophia Rosing, who was a senior set to graduate in May, will seek help for the issues she has. That's according to her attorney, Fred Peters. Rosing was charged on Sunday by campus police with first and second offenses of alcohol intoxication in a public place, third-degree assault of a police officer, fourth-degree assault, and a second-degree disorderly conduct, according to an arrest report. The altercation at Boyd Hall was captured on video and was posted to several social media platforms. Kyla Spring, a freshman working as a desk clerk, says in the video that Rosing hit her multiple times and kicked her in the stomach. Spring said the attack began when she asked Rosing, who appeared to be intoxicated, if she was okay. Rosing can be heard using racial slurs throughout the video, and a police report says she continued using derogatory language after being taken into custody. Spring, who was working an overnight shift, never retaliated and said at one point, I don't get paid enough for this. After police arrived, Rosing told an officer that she has lots of money and gets special treatment, according to an arrest affidavit. When I told her to sit back in the chair, she kicked me and bit me by the hand. Rosing, however, pleaded not guilty to the charges during an arraignment on Monday afternoon and bonded out of jail later in the day. She's very humiliated and embarrassed and remorseful, her attorney said. Hmm, I hope you learn your lesson. Wait, what? So Cornell University suspends all fraternity social events following sexual assault and roofed drinks. This story courtesy of Bala Alert. In the past few weeks, Cornell University has been investigating a series of drug-laced drinks and at least one sexual assault. After the drugging of at least four students and sexual assault at off-campus Greek life residences, the Ivy League school announced on Monday that they have temporarily suspended all fraternity social events. Cornell President Martha E. Polak and Student and Life Camp- Campus Life Vice President Ryan Lombardi said they are outraged and saddened by the reports. These incidents reportedly occurred at off-campus residences affiliated with registered fraternities, they said. We strongly condemn the actions of all individuals responsible for these criminal violations. 
In an alert released on Friday, the Cornell University Police Department said there had been at least four incidents since September 24 in which students claimed they were exposed to rifenol. Okay, somebody said this one. R-O-H-P-N-O-L. That's the right name. It's called Rufus. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Rufus. Oh, Rohypnol. Rohypnol. Thank you. Thank you, Virginia. Rohypnol. So the right name is Rohypnol and the common name is Rufus. So we got to learn these things, especially if we have young children, because they change the name or they give um, nicknames to different type of drugs. So it's good for us to know the street name and the is it pharmaceutical name or the scientific name? Yeah, it's good for us. So it's Rohypnol. Thank you, Virginia. Also called Rufus. All right. There was another incident reported just a day before at 800 University Avenue, home of Theta, Theta Delta Chi fraternity. Listen, I said the other day, get rid of these fraternities. In my opinion, they serve no purpose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I don't know. <sighs> um... In moments. Yes. Yes. And good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Missed you the other day. Uh yeah, kind of busy um okay. week. Um, I have I kind of have to disagree with your last statement there. Um, to get rid I'm of them. Greek. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Go right ahead. Yeah, because I'm I'm in Greek life as well, and they do serve a purpose. It just so happens that we have individuals who enter um, some of them for the wrong reasons and go overboard with some of the things that they do. Just like anything else, we have good and bad people. Right. But the um, the overall, the bigger picture that we do, what we do, serves a great purpose. And you, just, you really have to be involved in it to see the purpose. I'm not saying that we don't have our um, downfalls, right. but... It, it, we do do a lot. Like um, as I told you before, and I mentioned my my chapter, we do a lot of community service. That's basically all we do is community service. So, Altar, let me ask you a question. Yeah, and you know what? You're right. You do serve a purpose. Fraternities and sororities do serve a purpose, as Rosolo said, if they act accordingly. Right. So, fraternities they are aware of the bad apples that drop in the basket is there an early intervention um system in place that would weed them out because unfortunately you hear more about the um these situations and it's not just today it's been going on forever the the bad quote-unquote things that happen in fraternities which leaves a bad impression on people like myself so what are fraternities and sororities doing to change the um, image and to see to it that these people are not a part of the fraternity, giving the fraternities and the sororities a bad name. Unfortunately, just like um, a lot of other areas in, in life, it's what we do is reactionary. Okay. Uh, it means um, the incidents has already occurred. There is intake processes where we do background checks and things of that nature. But there's one thing you can't account for is just human nature and human behavior. 
And unfortunately, once that person is affiliated with any of the fraternities or sororities, it's the, you're, you're going to see the negative light that is portrayed on the fraternities and sororities versus what is actually um, being done because you have that one bad apple that's going to spoil it for everyone. Um, but no one's going to show the the media of course is not going to show you or highlight the good things that we do. Um, cause everyone likes to see a train crash sometimes. I mean, it's like watching a train crash, you know, um, they're not going to tell you like, um, a couple weeks ago, my chapter, um, me and my chapter, myself, we took hurricane supplies over to, um, the West coast for um all those people over there i think we delivered like five thousand gallons of water food clothing all those items um but those are stuff we do and we it's not always out in the limelight right um we have another set of um donations that we're taking over um shortly in the next coming uh, weeks but that kind of stuff is not highlighted but when you hear something's going on uh, in this investigation that makes the news. Right, right. They're not going to tell you that um, my chapter, me and my chapter, we took um, 30 kids to um, black museums and college campuses over the last um, couple months. They're not going to tell you all those things. They're not going to tell you that we mentor young kids in the, um, in the communities to be better productive part of society. Right, right. Makes sense. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, old daughter, for explaining that. Go right ahead, Javette. I have a question. Yes. Um, so I understand what you're saying out of order, out of <laughs> order, out of order. But um, I think that some of those mannerisms are shown prior to the events that unfortunately will cause the chapters a bad name. And I can say that um, because I went to college and I didn't join specific um, sororities because of how I saw certain people acting. Now, I know that was, um, you know, back in my young days because I know I'm younger now, (laughs) but I do feel that a way to pick out the bad apples before they spoil the bunch and that's all i wanted to say oh Tata, you want to respond no i, I can appreciate her um her view on it um, okay but like i said it's it's human nature sometimes people do slip through the cracks yeah um i'm involved in the intake process as well we all are in my chapter and not everyone that comes through is a perfect um, person to be in the chapter, put it like that. There are things that we see and we don't see it until it's too late. Mm. So these things happen, right? It, it, it just happens. Um, so nothing. we is- just have to be vigilant about trying to keep them uh, <laughs> trying to be politically correct with just try to contain these individuals but as as long as their names are attached and affiliated with it no matter what they do it they could not even come around or do anything with the fraternities or sororities but once that 
that label or that they, whoever, whatever incidents happen, they know about it. They're going to attach it to it. Right. Even even if they go to a party and if something happens, they could have not been dealing with the fraternity or sorority for years. But as soon as they go to a party or something and an incident happens, the chapter is in the fraternity or sororities are in the limelight now. Okay. All right. Thank you, Otoda. Appreciate the enlightening. I definitely do. I've been walking with my face turned to the sun. Weight on my shoulders, a bullet in my gun. Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head. Just in case I have to run I do what I can when I can While I can for my people While the clouds roll back And the stars fill the night That's when I'm gonna With my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders A bullet in my gun Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head Just in case I have to run for my people while the clouds roll back and the stars fill the night that's when i'm gonna stand up take my people with me together we are going to a brand new home far across the Together we are going 
that freedom lie for you starts with you it's in your mind when are we going to remove the shackles from our minds when we are so enslaved that we don't even know it we move in fear what are you afraid of? Why are you afraid to stand up, rise up, and move forward? But you have to do it together. That's the only way we're going to have that true freedom that we so desire. Every time I hear this song, it sends chills down my spine. <laughs> It, you know, you get goosebumps all over. It's as though your ancestors are speaking to you through the drums. It's a song that's five minutes and three seconds long, worth every single second, every beat. We spoke about change yesterday, and we've been talking about change almost every day in some way, shape, or form. You have to make that conscious decision 
to change. And with that change will come the freedom that we're all looking for. California voters enshrine right to abortion and contraception in state constitution. This story is courtesy of NPR.org. Los Angeles, California. Yep, yep, yep. California will amend the state constitution to guarantee the right to abortion and contraception. Voters approved the ballot measure known as Proposition 1, according to a call by the Associated Press. 65.1 to 34.9%. There were 3,480,643 votes in favor of a constitutional right to an abortion. Proposition 1 was a direct response to the U.S. Supreme Court's Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization ruling. State Democratic leaders introduced the proposition language after a draft of the Dobbs decision leaked last spring. Following the High Court's final decision in June, the democratically controlled state Senate approved putting it on the ballot. The language voters endorsed will add to the California Constitution that the state shall not deny or interfere with with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. Current state law allows abortions before the fetus is viable, generally around 24 weeks into a pregnancy. Abortions can also be performed after viability, but only if a doctor determines a pregnant person's life or health is in danger. The new constitutional amendment does not contain the word viability, and legal scholars do not agree about whether the viability standard that is in place will remain. Some say the language is too broad, potentially opening the amendment up to being struck down by courts in the future. Courts may have to sort out the details later, but passage of the constitutional amendment cements California as an abortion sanctuary. Michigan voters approve amendment adding reproductive rights to state constitution. This story also courtesy of NPR.org. They voted 56% to 44% with 2,346,000 557 votes. Michigan voters have adopted an amendment to the state constitution enshrining abortion rights, according to a call from the Associated Press. The vote effectively scraps a 1931 ban on the procedure that could have taken effect following the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. The abortion ban was put on hold by a court order as the amendment campaign played out Abortion rights supporters gathered a record 753,759 signatures to get the amendment on the ballot. The amendment specifically protects the rights of women to make decisions about pregnancy, contraception, childbirth, and abortion. The state could still regulate reproductive care after fetal viability for about 24 weeks. The campaign backing the amendment says it will restore abortion rights in Michigan after the Supreme Court's June decision in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. The amendment's opponents, including the state's Catholic Church and, 
and the politically influential Right to Life of Michigan say its sweeping protections are extreme and beyond what the state wants. Over to New Hampshire, James Rosena is the first out trans man elected to a U.S. state legislature. Story courtesy of NPR.org, James Rosena has just become the first out trans man to win election to a state legislature in U.S. history, according to the LGBTQ Victory Fund. A political action committee dedicated to increasing the number of openly LGBTQ public officials in the U.S. Rosena won the race for New Hampshire's 22nd State House District Ward 8, the group said. The 26-year-old Democrat who identifies as bisexual and lives in Concord with his wife and cat says in his biography that he's never been afraid to stand up for what he believes in. I believe that it is imperative that all individuals have the ability to thrive in New Hampshire. We need a leadership that is invested in defending the freedom all people take. I'm sorry, let me reread that. We need a leadership that is invested in defending the freedom of all people by taking away barriers to shelter, education, health care, voting, and other basic necessities for a quality of life. Rosina spoke with member station NHPR at a reproductive rights rally in July after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. He said that decision, as well as the wave of anti-LGBTQ legislation sweeping across the country, affects more than just the people who seek abortion and gender-affirming care. It criminalizes and reduces access to everyone for those who utilize contraception, those who need hormone, hormone replacement therapy. That is not just transgender people and those, well, and those whose well-being relies on medications deemed abortive. Okay, next word again. <laughs> Abortifacients, is that right? F-A-C-I-E-N-T-S, abortifacients, I'm going to say. Okay, yeah. Republican Governor Brian Kemp wins a second term in Georgia over Democrat Stacey Abrams. That's disappointing, to say the least. Is it? Can, Very. So, can someone delete the comment in the chat for me? Because I don't want to delete the comment above it. I was. Can somebody delete that comment in the chat for me, please? Thank you. Got it. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I'm in the car. <laughs> Rosolo got it for me, Javette. <laughs> yeah. Um, disappointing. But let me read the article. Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp has won a second term again, defeating Democrat Stacey Abrams in one of the most closely watched campaigns for governor in the country, according to a race called by the Associated Press. 53.4% with 2,102,323 votes to Stacey Abrams' 45.9%, 1,803,923 votes. In a speech before supporters Tuesday night, Kemp said, it looks like the reports of my political death have been greatly exaggerated. Four years after their first contentious election, when Kemp beat Abrams by about 55,000 votes, both candidates launched their bids as household names. This time, though, the political climate was far less friendly to Democrats. Kemp is an incumbent beloved by Republicans for notching four years of conservative priorities and respected by some moderates for standing up to former President Donald Trump's pressure 
to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Abrams entered the race with a global brand, buoyed in part by her role in activating new voters and helping turn Georgia blue in 2020 for the first time in years. In her concession speech Tuesday night, she said, What we have architected in this state does not end today. After crushing a Republican primary challenger backed by former President Donald Trump, bucking trends among Republican candidates in other states, Kemp led Abrams in almost every poll heading into the election. Democrats hoped their surprise victories last cycle in Georgia when President Biden and two Democratic U.S. senators narrowly won showed their party could finally reclaim the governor's mansion and elect the country's first black woman to the office of this historically red state. But even the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which Democrats thought would energize voters, was not enough to push Abrams over the top. Kemp signed a law in 2019 to ban most abortions after about six weeks, which took effect this summer. Abrams also faced voters' frustration over high prices for groceries and gas and Biden's continuing unpopularity. As governor, Kemp signed a new voting law that Democrats have roundedly criticized, as well as bills to loosen firearm rules and enact new restrictions and how teachers talk about race in the classroom. But as Kemp worked to court swing voters, he leaned into his handling of the state's economy and frequently touted his decision to reopen schools and businesses early in the pandemic. Efforts by Democrats, notably Abrams, to engage new and irregular voters have shaken up Georgia politics. And with Georgia's diversifying and growing population, Georgia will remain a battleground state. But Tuesday's results show Republicans are still dominant. Ara Solo. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I was speaking with someone um, last week, and she 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 um, said she was going to vote for Kemp, and a lot of people, you know, gave her backlash. She has a show on one of those platforms, and a lot of people gave her backlash. And she basically said that, you know, with Kemp, she knows that she's financially stable, and that she's not going to let his racist comment, you know, racist comments, affect her financial stability. Other than that, I um, yeah, I'm here in Georgia, and I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I'm not as much, I'm not that shocked about that the the uh, moments. My issue really right now is with the Senate race, where you know it's it's too close to call. How yeah. Yeah. I don't even understand how that's a possibility. That's the most ridiculous situation I'm living in right now. That Herschel Walker may represent any entity. In a political seat, and and I I land right there because I really have nothing else to say. Thank you so much, Rosola. Go ahead, Brezzy. No, I was <clears throat> I was basically agreeing with you in terms of the the surprise there with Herschel Walker. I mean, that doesn't I mean that really doesn't make no sense. Um, but in understanding, um, again the political climate, um, of Georgia, um, then again you know it would for the most part kind of shed a little bit of light on that because given that you know we know that you know georgia is a heavy heavily um, republican state 
you know, I was even sharing with somebody, I was like, boy, you know, even if <laughs> even if a dog around the campaign, <laughs> dog the dog is a Republican. I tell you, the dog I get the votes. Because even comparing, even looking at the map, when you look at the states or the cities really that um that were in favor of, you know, Abrams for the most part. It's 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 when you look at it now, it's really the same. I think she probably converted probably a very small fraction of what would normally have been read, right? But as I was saying, we have to understand just how you know when you go when you when when the the, the heavily concentrated Republicans that live you know further north, further south, further east, further west. So you know, I think that's that would all that that's always going to be a, a, a big for you know the Democrats. Um, I think you know, just looking back in history, I think the last time Democrats won convincingly was was I think probably back in the um the eighties or the sixties, I believe, if I remember correctly, in a in a, in a presidential election though. So it just kind of goes to show just how heavily. How heavily concentrated Republicans are, you know, in this state. I mean, Abrams, you know, ran a good a good campaign. Um, I mean, she she did all that she could in terms of you know trying to, you know, gather um, you know as much as she could. But you know, again, you know, you really you're you know you're going up, you're going you're going up against you know a lot. Um, you know, to say the least, but the Herschel thing, you know, it blows my mind. But at the same time, when you think about it in depth, you kind of get understanding of, you know, the type, the climate that you're in. And then that kind of gives you a little bit more perspective. So, you know, they probably hear all of the, the different controversials um, about him. But at the same time, they're probably not necessarily voting for him, but it's just the fact that he's a Republican. You understand? So, yeah. You, 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 people have to remember, and the Republicans, master this, and the Democrats, I, I don't know how they don't get on board. Um, the Republicans don't, don't care if, if it's the best candidate, if the candidate is intelligent, or uh, whatever. They just want the person there so they could get the votes to get the laws their way. So, they're going to vote for Herschel. It doesn't matter what controversy behind him. They just need him there so they can swing these laws and all these things their, their way. That's, that's pretty much it. So I just say, if it's a dog, they have to put in that seat. They're going to put that dog in the seat because they know in the long run, when, they, when decision needs to be made, that dog is going to vote in favor for them. <laughs> You know what? All I'm thinking about um, as we're talking about Herschel, you know what? What's uh, I'm blank right now, literally blank. The only thing I'm thinking about is that interview he did. It wasn't an interview. It was really like hosting he and another gentleman. And <laughs> he said, I can't believe I'm going to repeat this. I think I reposted it on my Instagram. I, I, I'm not quoting him word for word, so please forgive me. But he said, only somebody who is able to 
have a child is a woman. And people were in the crowd cheering this fool on. Huh? So you're only a woman if you're able to have a child? And people in the crowd cheering this man on. I have some choice names for him, but I can't use them now. You want me to use them for you? Or it's your platform. I could, I can How the heck you. you are going to stand up there and insult women who have suffered trying to have children, their own biological children, or even if they are having their biological children, they can't carry them. They have to ask a surrogate to do it for them. Do you understand the buffoonery behind what you said? And women get up and go to the polls and vote for this fool just because he's a Republican or he is the puppet on a string representing Republicans? Moments, one word, Trump. Right? When you think, when you, when you even, when we remember, um, the camp, just you know, <clears throat> Trump's campaign in itself, and we reflect back on the road and his just journey. Is the overall campaign and you know the controversy behind it. I mean that that in itself should. I mean for me, if I was unclear of you know just the mindset of Republicans, I mean that in itself just gave me a full blown understanding of how Republicans think. And to Dre's point, it doesn't matter what them say, right? It doesn't matter, you know you know what comes out of their mouth or whatnot what what you know whatever thing that may spark any you know controversies or anything it doesn't matter right all they want to know is that whosoever is uh, whosoever they're voting in right is going to enact or or, or or carry out whatever laws that they need to pass or whatever it may be that is that that's just their main concern so yes they will fill up the stadiums and you know whatever comments are being stated or whatever and it, you know to you it's sound controversial but to them you know it's all like gospel and it's not so like gospel necessarily because of you know you know who is saying it or what they're actually saying but in their mind they're just saying like you know is a republican this person is voting republican so you know that that is that's just in their heads so so the question is not ne not even necessarily so for example you know to the, the individuals that are actually you know campaigning but it's to who is voting right are you really voting for 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 for, for um for change or for, for any significant are you just voting to vote? I think that's even the bigger question. Yeah. Well, I, I think we have to realize that uh, by the way, good Fabian, morning. Good morning, Fabian. Morning. Hold on one second, Fabian. Yeah, Chief, sure, you sure, may, sure. Chief, you may have to leave and come back. I heard you very faint, but on okay, go ahead, Fabian. Go right ahead. Yes, I think um, actually zero surprise here for me if uh, if we've been paying attention as far as the Republican Party, they have taken some of the worst candidates and been successful. They they play the game better than the Democrats. They are very strategic. Um, they stick together better than Democrats. So they have things that they are doing despite some of the worst uh, candidates that we've seen, including the last president. For him to come considering his background and all the baggage that he has come with and to rise to be president of the United States tells me that
that their you, we can criticize them all we want, but their method works. Their method works. Herschel Walker is a god. Let, let's just focus on on Georgia, okay? He is a football god in Georgia. Okay, he won a national championship there. He won the Heisman Trophy there. Yes, it was in the early 80s, but in the South, football is king. So the one thing the GOP does is they read the room better than Democrats. So they're going to put him in there where they can relate to him, where he walks into every restaurant and he is God. And everything that comes out of his mouth really does not matter because he is going to push their agenda and that's all they care about we are in this room saying home oh, could i say that and, and the blasphemy and this and that them not care about that they are just they're going to find somebody to run against warnock another black man but this black man has a lot of cachet because he has deep roots in georgia so frankly this does not surprise me that this race is even close moments can you hear me yes that's better go ahead go right ahead Jeep. thank you fabian yeah so this i mean to add on to what fabian just said i think the the strategy they have is well i'll put it like this the democrats know that they have to they're appealing to the most disenfranchised uh political segment of community right and the most or the least active politically active group so the work is a little bit different, right? So it's not it's not that they're better strategists. They just know they have an advantage. They've had a they've had advantages for generations in that regard. Right now we have a major major split, social split. So this practice of social engineering is is what we're looking at. This thing with Herschel, I don't even think we should be surprised. I mean, look at look at Trump. If Trump could become president, we shouldn't be surprised that Herschel Walker could, would be in the position he's in. As far as his his race is concerned, I think it it's all about it's, it's it's plantation politics, right? You you know who ends up in the big house. It's not the smartest and the best. It's the most loyal. It's you know what I'm saying they, it's the one who who will be the greatest traitor, the one who has the least loyalty to uh uh its people or its or its legacy or its or its ancestry. That that's what you want. They don't care how dumb or how ignorant that person happens to be. They don't care about the background. They what this what this is. You see, we got to look at ourselves as the people who have been in a position of power, right? And I'll just be really, really direct. We're talking about white folks. The reality is, when you think about which who, the kind of people you bring into the room, it's going to be somebody that has the least ability to threaten you. Number one, number two, it's got to be somebody who can help accommodate your cognitive cognitive dissonance right this idea that oh no we're not a racist party look we took the worst of you and, <laughs> and gave you some position right like no really like that's gonna that's gonna come out those are gonna be some of the discussions that will come up and they will use that to justify their own cognitive dissonance their, their inability to contend with the, the things that that matter to society at large right because this society is changing on a social level that you just got to catch up politically right and so now we know that the country is dealing with a major split when you when when, when local we have we have really under, underestimated local government right and and we've allowed 
politically, we've allowed these things to happen because we did underestimate local government. Because local government is creating all this, all this new legislation and everything else. They're po- they're poisoning themselves to be like they're not. This is not about what's going to happen in the next four years. It's about what's going to happen in the next forty years. And until we start thinking progressively like that, like what does the future look like beyond the next election? Who are we grooming to contend with these people who just all these different individuals who made it into office? Or we wait to the last minute when a crisis is in front of us and we we have to be reactive instead of proactive. You know, it's just this engineering process is is something we're going to have to really we have to really grasp. So I'll leave it there. Thank you, Chief. My question then is, what is it going to take for the Democrats to orchestrate and demonstrate that they can get the job done regardless of whom they're going to put as the front runner? Because the Republicans have been successful with it. They're not worried about if you are intelligent, if you graduated from college, if you... They don't care. You could have a 1.0 GPA. They're going to use you and get it done. So what is it going to take for the Democrats to get it together? They have to come out of that elitist mindset. And, and, and that's why majority of Americans do not connect with them that live outside of the big city areas and the suburbs because they see the Democrat as elitist and they act as such in a way which um, they pretty much choose the candidates that they want to put forward and and blackball everybody else. Every little thing you say out of your mouth, they themselves is willing to cancel you and you're a Democrat. You know, so people see them as elitists and until they stop behaving as such and play politics like the Republicans, then there's no hope for them. They are the most popular party, though, but the Republicans well, always find most- some way to <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> to beat them. It's, it's crazy. So just to give you a quick update uh, before we take a quick break and then come back and talk some more about it, just to give a quick update as to where we stand, courtesy of msnbc.com. Of course, the House and Senate control still hanging in the balance. Uh, But let's call some results here as far as the Senate is concerned. And the last update is as at at 10.57 a.m. Washington State, P. Murray, Democrat, they got that one, 56.9% to 42.9%. So T. Smiley, Republican, is out. Uh, Oregon, 55% to Wyden, who's the incumbent. So Republican Perkins out there. So I'm just going through the blue states first. California, we know, is a blue state. Uh, Padilla, who is the incumbent, got that 59%. That was a pretty wide margin. Uh, 40% for Muser, and I hope I pronounced the name correct. So that was a 19-point lead there. In Colorado, oops, okay, let's move here. Colorado, Bennett, Democrat, they have that, 54.9% to 42.5%. Pretty decent lead. Illinois, also Democrat. Pennsylvania, Democrat. Uh, 
Oz, I didn't think Oz was going to have a chance anyway, but the, the margin was not too wide. I will say it's narrow, if you ask me. 50%, 50.3% to 47.2%. Uh, what's the next up? New York, New York, New York. Schumer got back in. 56.2% to the Republicans. Pinion, 43.3%. Vermont, blue. 60, wow, this was a blowout. 64.4% to the Republicans. Malloy at 32%. Uh, New Hampshire, also 53.9%. Yep, they got that one. And uh, Connecticut, Connecticut, they got that one, 57.4% to 42.6%. Now the red states, Oklahoma, by the way, was flipped from blue to red. Um, no, 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 am I right? They, yeah, they well, they're, they're good. They're in the good uh, with the Republicans. Idaho, 59.2%. That was a blowout over there for the Republicans. Uh, they took that 59.2% to Roth's, uh, Roth's 29.8%. North and South Dakota, Republicans, Utah, Republican. Utah was another uh, blowout too, 55.4% to 41%. Oh, and as I'm saying Utah, we do have an update with regard to that young lady that escaped. Unfortunately, I'm not going to release the comments online because we don't want anything happening to her. We got to protect her. All right, done. <laughs> uh, Kansas, 60% to 36.6%. Louisiana, ooh, 61.6% to 17.8%. Wow. When these Republicans come out, they show up. 65.8% in Arkansas. Alabama, 50.7%. Florida, <sighs> good old Florida. Oh, which state wants to adopt me? 57.7% of 41.3%. So Rubio stays. North and South Carolina, red. Kentucky, red. Indiana, red. Ohio, red. Missouri, red. <laughs> so we're waiting for Nevada, Arizona, um, Alaska. What's this? Wisconsin and Georgia. I like how Georgia looking. 49.2% to um, the Democrats. Too close. Do I believe they can get it? Yes, and I'm going to hold on to that belief for now. <laughs> yes, Newville, we were talking about it earlier. Um, yeah, so that's the Senate, right? That's the Senate. That's what's going on. Woo! House results, Democrats 215, GOP 220, right? So not done there yet. Quite a few states to count. Uh, in the governor results, let's see, waiting for that to come up here. Okay, Democrats 22, GOP 24. All right, and we'll continue to deliver the updates as they come in. Going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more stories. All the money in the world couldn't even amount to a teaspoon of honey when it melt your mouth. That's right. The locks and Mariah's, you checking us out? You know the deal, a few mil every time she come out. With her blowing and us flowing, it ain't nothing else left to talk about but a whole lot of dough. And every coming to fair, we there. 
keeping your hands in the air like you just don't care. Don't be a liar, would you change your attire? Get a farm like Hillshire with a honey like Mariah. Escape to the ranch and ride the horse, then come back to the city pushing the Rolls Royce. the listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com thank you to everyone listening on johnoradio.com and of course i gotta say thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee until world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 1 p.m eastern this is where i read the news and we share our views But if you wanna go, he'll be gone, no lie I can't explain 
phone in the club, they gon' be like, damn, that's hot. And when they play it in the car, they gon' drop their tops like, damn. After the music break, we're gonna have more stories out of North America. We also have Caribbean Corner coming up later on. This is another song that was played on the Rose Solo show. I told Rose Solo I had to play it today. I love this song. Truth Hurts with Addictive featuring Rakim. He built me up. He built my cup. I like it rough. We bust. We ball. We rise. We fall. He comes in late. But it's okay. We do. I do. He knows the rules. Takes care of Once again to everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. After this one from Faith Evans, we're definitely going to get back to the business. Enjoy yourself, right? Get your 
did it. If it's not, then I wasn't with it. Bad boy, stay committed. Whether hip hop or R&B, featuring Faith Evans co-starring me. So this just popped up, okay, on MSNBC. Democrats can blame Andrew Cuomo for possible GOP House takeover. Is that is that is that really fair to say? Is that a fair statement? How y'all feel about that? How do you feel about Andrew Cuomo? Being this is the, this is the problem with Democrats. That's what I'm talking. Ah, exactly. <laughs> We're publicly <laughs> humiliating each other. Come on. Yeah. But you know, good morning, everyone. Morning, Marlon. But I realize something. If you disrespect woman, you can win the election or win the seat. Because all the Republicans do is disrespect woman. Almost every one of them have some form of disrespect for woman. And I don't know how they still have women voting for them. <laughs> that part. I, I don't understand it because they disrespect women so much. Um, I don't know. I that's something been bothering me for a while. Like every minute you hear they say something about a woman, it's like, how how the hell did they get here? You know, how can you disrespect your mother, your sister, your cousin, whatever? Because you want to disrespect all. You know, that's just something that bothered me for years. So that's that's it. It's just crazy. Thank you, Marlon. I guess that's the way to go. I don't know. Probably the Democrats need to start disrespecting men. Just left, right, and center. Let's go. It's a gender war. I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. Or they need to start disrespecting women so they could get more votes. I don't know. It's just, just ridiculous. I, I know I can't understand it. I guess it's something I have to live with. But yeah, unfortunately. Crazy. So a quick update as at 11, uh, 11.14, uh, Dems 48, GOP 47 in the Senate results. So, yeah. I don't know. In the meantime, let's take a quick break. Um, Powerball. Powerball. Powerball, you and I have some words here. We got to exchange some words. The Powerball ticket sold in California snags a record $2.04 billion win. Did anybody come forward for the last huge jackpot yet? Just a quick question. Someone who bought a Powerball ticket in Southern California has won a record $2.04 billion jackpot after more than three months without anyone hitting the top. Prize. The winning numbers were selected Tuesday morning, nearly 10 hours after the scheduled Monday night drawing because of problems processing sales data at one of the game's member lotteries. Lottery officials acknowledged the unprecedented delay for such a high-profile drawing but said the game security process took precedence. I think the state of California won. I don't think anybody won that damn lotto. I'm sorry. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Neville. What is our respect? You know what would be interesting to know is, all right, so the, the plot was 
2.1 billion. 2.02. 2.04, sorry. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so 2.04. Two, two, so I wonder how much tickets were sold and how much actual money was generated um, from people buying tickets. Is it one, dude? I would love to know that. I, I think that would be an interesting find. Because $2 billion? All right. I know it's so Uncle Sam going to come in strong and take 50%. See? But that leaves you with a billion dollars. Yo, you know how much stuff you can buy at the dollar store for a billion dollars? <laughs> you know dollars? what? You can buy a billion things. Yeah. but um i'm just yeah i'm just interested to know um who the winner for this one i don't know why i just have a strange feeling that this um glitch quote unquote something is off with it i don't know the security issue something is off yeah if the goes to the state of california and its residents can benefit from you know it being injected into healthcare and roads and the emission issues that they have there and saving the forest because we know that can affect day-to-day living i'm okay with that but um I'm, i'm just watching it very closely that that's all i'm gonna say really close and we here in south florida we are getting ready to face the last hurricane i want to say of the season i hope nicole i don't know where she's going what she heard about um who came before nicole ian <laughs> your man is long gone nicole she's long gone long gone um i will say this wsvn out of miami <laughs> they gangster so i'm watching a report because they refer to it as a subtropical storm which is how it formed is a little different from a regular storm so you know normally when you're watching the weather report and they they show you the cone right meaning and when you look at the cone you know it can fall anywhere in there am i right or am i wrong you let me know but also in the cone you would also see a line a projected path you know it goes up goes down whatever and little points all along they're tracking it <laughs> the meteorologist on um wsvn he said so you're looking at the cone if you notice we've removed that line so as not to confuse anybody so understand that the cone means in the the storm can fall anywhere in between here okay we do not have the ability to predict exactly where it's going to land because the path can change. You know they're petty, right? You know who they're lashing out at? DeSantis. Remember when Hurricane Ian ravaged the West Coast and DeSantis blamed meteorologists saying that it's their fault for not telling them exactly where the storm was going to land? I love WSVN. they gangster. Yeah, so we're getting ready for that as it is right now, 13 minutes ago. The cone is as far south as, is that Miami Gardens? 
that's between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. So we're, we're, we're going to feel some of it. It's been nice and gray outside. We've been having rain since last night. Um, hopefully there won't be too much of an impact. I think the biggest thing they're worried about is the high tides and the water coming in and flooding the streets, South Beach. Brickle, for the people who live in Brickle, you've got to be super careful because Brickle just floods. As you say, who is that knee-high water with regular rain? So uh, just asking everyone in Florida to be careful and folks in Georgia as well, because the, you know, it goes that wide, you know, we don't know where it's going to land, but what is kind of helping is that front that's coming in from the West. And the more it comes in is the more it's going to, the, the further East the front comes from the West. Okay. It's going to push the storm more offshore. So, you know, we, we hope that nature will continue to work in our favor. All right. So that's the weather update as it relates to Hurricane Nicole. Looking for man Ian, who gone long time. I don't know where she's going to find them. All right. So on the international scene, Zelensky opened to talks with Russia on Ukraine storms. Story courtesy of the Associated Press, UK, Ukraine's president has suggested he's open to peace talks with Russia, softening his refusal to negotiate with Moscow as long as President Vladimir Putin is in power while sticking to Kiev's core demands. Vladimir Zelensky's appeal to the international community to force Russia into real peace talks reflected a change in rhetoric. In late September, after Russia illegally annexed four Ukrainian regions, he signed a decree stating the impossibility of holding talks with Putin. But the preconditions the Ukrainian leader listed late Monday appeared to be non-starters for Moscow. So it's hard to see how Zelensky's latest comments would advance any talks. Zelensky reiterated that his conditions for dialogue were the return of all of Ukraine's occupied lands, compensation for war damage, and the prosecution of war crimes. He didn't specify how world leaders should coerce Russia into talks. Uh, I don't see Putin doing that. Sorry, Zelensky. I don't, I don't know. I don't see him giving back the occupied lands. I don't see him giving any compensation for the war damage, and I certainly don't see any prosecution for war crimes, but we'll continue to monitor that. Next up on the international scene, Blast kills four in a populous southeast Nigerian market. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera.com. At least four people have been killed and a dozen more injured following a blast at a popular market in Nigeria's southeastern state of Anambra. This is according to a witness and official. Amika, who heads the civil society group InterSociety and witnessed Tuesday's incident, said the blast occurred in a section of the market that sells chemicals leading to a fire that raised shops in the Onitsha market, one of the largest outdoor markets in West Africa. And that is so unfortunate. Our next story on the international scene, courtesy of TNT.loopnews.com, police detain a man after eggs thrown at King Charles III. A protester was arrested Wednesday after hurling eggs and vitriol at King Charles III and Camille at Camilla, the Queen Consort, as they walked in the northern England city of York. The incident happened as the King and his wife were entering York through Micklegate Bar, a medieval gateway where monarchs are traditionally welcomed to the city. 
Video footage showed several eggs in motion and smashed on the ground. None appeared to hit the royal couple who continued to greet crowds. Several police officers could be seen grappling with a man at a crowd barrier. Britain's PA news agency reported that he booed and shouted, This country was built on the blood of slaves! as he was being detained. Other members of the crowd tried to drown him out by chanting, shame on you and God save the king. Charles and Camilla traveled to York as part of a series of engagements around the UK, marking the start of the new king's reign. They also visited the city's cathedral, York Minister, and unveiled a statue of the king's mother. QE2 died in September, as we remember, after 70 years on the throne. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> moment yes james good yeah i i think i think in i think in the guy's defense he should just say like i was egging them on <laughs> oh lord have mercy you know what let, let me behave myself <laughs> so in sports i'm sorry i'm trying to get it together in sports news um Indianapolis Colts parts ways with head coach Frank Reach and replace him with first-time NFL coach Jeff Saturday. This story courtesy of CNN Sports. So the Indianapolis Colts have parted ways with head coach Frank Reach. The NFL team made the announcement on Monday. Former Colts Pro Bowl center and Super Bowl winner Jeff Saturday has been named interim head coach. He has been an ESP, ESPN analyst since 2013 and for the past few years has also been been a consultant to the Colts so footballers how do y'all feel about that I don't know who he is neither here nor there but um Marlon what you got sports analyst or Fabian sports analyst this uh, first well let's see uh he was a good player back then so they, they need to try something because they're losing anyway. So, um, I think they yeah. lost three consecutive games, right? I don't remember, but I think so. But um, let's see how Saturday does. Let's see. Um, you mean Sunday or Saturday? They play Saturday or Sunday? No, no, no. The guy's name is Jeff Oh, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Yo, his name is Jeff Saturday. Yes, his name is Jeff Saturday. Yep, yep. Wow. Yep, yep. <laughs> And I thought Jonathan Batty. You know what? Marlon, continue. <laughs> wow. The, the big, the big controversy. He's never. I'm sorry, Fabian. I'm sorry. Let me mute my mic. No, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. I was laughing in the mic. I'm so sorry. Let me mute my mic. Go ahead, Fabian. Yeah. So the big, big controversy is once again, uh, any viable black candidate gets passive. Jeff Satter has never coached a in the NFL before. His high, he, his, he last coached at a high school level. He has been an, an NFL analyst since that time at ESPN. And that's why this story is causing, once again, an uproar. Um, but once again, it's an owner's choice. And uh, he has handpicked this guy. But uh, this is unprecedented that this guy is not even coaching the NFL and for him to get a head coaching job, much less an assistant position, is just mind-boggling. Yeah, that's a little 
Yes, it is. So uh, I don't. He has some strings, something. I just say it's the owner's call, but um, I've never seen it this before. So let's. I, I don't know. Let's let's see how he does for the you know for the next couple of six seven games. Wow, you've never seen it, Marlon, because it's never happened before. The only thing they can say is that um, if they want to interview viable candidates, they have to kind of wait till the end of the season. But bringing in Saturday right now kind of lets everybody know what position they're they're going to be taking. I don't think um, um, coaches like Eric Bieniemy or Byron Leftwich are even going to get an interview with this with this particular team because those are two top viable candidates, and they're still being passed over. So why didn't I just let the regular coach just finish out the season and? Um... Because I, I don't think Saturday gonna do any justice, you know. That's this. That's just my opinion. So I they, don't think Saturday could do anything either. So I think they should just let the the, the guy finish out the season, and then they get rid of him and bring somebody else, somebody new. The, well, let's see. What's the reason for getting rid of him? Hold on, let me go back to the article. What's the reason for getting rid of him? Why? Why do they get rid of him? Anybody know? Okay. Are you there, moments? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why did they get rid of um the other coach, Frank Reach? Anybody knows the reason? The real reason. Don't know. Probably his record, but I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. All right, I'm here checking results, so um, that's why I'm so sorry. Um, Senate results, Dems 48, GOP 48. Trump backed Ron Johnson, wins third term as Senator of Wisconsin. Shouldn't there be a limit on the number of terms a person can serve? Max two? A third term? How long senators serve for? How long? Remind me, please, somebody. Is it two years, four years? How long does a senator uh, serve for? Okay, let me go to Google. I think one is six years and one is two years. I don't remember who is who. But yeah. I think the Senate is six. So long? Yeah, it's six. Six years, yeah. So he then. Six trees, 18 years. I said, I love him. I guess he's doing an amazing job up there in Wisconsin. He has done 12 years. This will be his next six-year stretch, making it 18 years if he lives. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Wow. Whew. Okay. So house results... Let me tap on that. Dems 250. Wait, still. what kind of math did you just do, woman? Six threes, 18. He, okay, so he has served 12 years already, because, but, and he's been reelected for a third term, which means he's going to do another six year stretch, which will give him 18 years if he is able to live out the six years, right? I or, think this is saying they're only allowed to serve two terms. So it says senators are elected to six-year terms, and every two years, the members of one class um, are up for re-election. 
Well, the headline on MSNBC says Trump-backed Ron Johnson wins third term as senator of Wisconsin. So something is off there, Dan. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, how long has Bernie Sanders been a senator? How long has Biden was a senator before he got the big seat? Someone do it. So I mean, yeah, you got the terms or whatever, and then just reelect and just reelect. I think it's a problem personally, but I'm in Canada. Actually, I actually I I don't believe in terms. I just think as long as the person run um they they run the election and win the seat, they they should win. I don't even like that the president only can serve two terms. I just prefer it in like how we do it in Jamaica. You're going to win, you win, because a lot of the times when you start putting term limit on things, you don't even you can't even get things done properly because as soon as you put something in place, then you're out of office. The other people can just change it, and, and as, as long as the people like you, I think you should. Um, and you, when you see it, you know you do your job. That's it. I, I um, if you don't like them and they're not doing their job, vote them out. Um, can't agree with Owanda totally, Dre. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I would say this. I, I, think, I think the way it is where the president serves two terms should be standard. I think it's a standard that should be set across the world. I think it's very good for governments. Absolute power corrupts. That's one. Two, I think at the senator level and those levels, um, you should be able to run consecutively, but I think there should be an age of retirement. You shouldn't be sitting in there at 80 odd years old. I think, that, I think there should be, a, I think people over the age of 80 or say 75, um, should maybe serve in a more advisory role because you need the, and if they're still alive, you can you can use their experience. Um, and I and I agree though that because when you don't, you see, the, the the trouble you face, Dre, when you don't have a very well educated or society that can reason and and communicate effectively and and you know that ability to reason and comprehend. That's when you run into corruption of people just voting for who they like and not understanding. Because I think mankind will understand their own danger. So I think term limits for leadership, that continuity, it should be that if, so whether it's United States, Jamaica, wherever, it should be that parties elect competent leaders. And that is why manifestos and agendas are critical for any political institution. So we're supposed to know what your long-term plan is, whether or not that president is going to serve for only eight years or 10 years. Parties should have long-term, 15 years, 20 years projections. Um, maybe that should also be a rule that parties should be able to lay out a plan. Just like in a business, you have to, you have to put a vision and a plan in place. Anyway, I yield. So, O'Neill, do you think it's absolute power when there's actual election and those people can be voted out? That's what um, I'm looking They can be voted out. Yeah, they can, but guess what? Money, po politics is money. 
and when you're an incumbent in, in, incumbent most of the times you tend to have access to purse strings especially in countries that are corrupt like jamaica you tend to have access to to public purse they can use to influence and manipulate elections um and for example i personally like pj Patterson as a person or as a leader but 18 years he became arrogant after the, after you win two terms arrogant start to set in if you look at all the leaders zimbabwe um mugabe he started out as a very great leader over time arrogance right um and of course they give they make a lot of these long-serving leaders across the world depending on where they sit um villains but for the most part a lot of the leaders that are in power too long they start to believe in their own self them exalt themselves and and that's a part of the problem we're human beings brother we're humans all of us all right thank you go ahead go right ahead awesome yeah i um uh, i'm going to try to um be as as quick as possible uh you know, big up yourself. Yeah, I, I also have to echo that point as well. I think that term limits are very essential. I think, you know, power corrupts in absolute. Power corrupts absolutely. Another thing, this is how dictators are born. See? Because um, where's the accountability? My view on America is America's dope. America's dope. But America's not a country. America's a business. See? And like any business, you have to have somebody in charge as a CEO slash president making decisions. Some decisions you're going to like, some decisions you're not going to like. But the responsibility of any good CEO is for the shareholders, a.k.a. the voters, the population, the, the citizens. If you're not doing a good job, you need to be gone. Um, other, another thing, too, I... And I've been saying this for a long time. I think that when it comes to people that are in public service, elected officials, that their income should reflect on what their role is. Meaning that if you have, you know, a congressman or a senator or whatever, and even a president, whatever the the average income for your constituents should be how much you get paid as a salary. Because it acts as motivation for you to get more money. And the only way you can get more money is by making sure that your constituents are making more money and doing well, etc., etc. Right? Keeps everybody honest. Well, next thing. It's when it comes to the term limit situation, the reason why it's very, very important is because in order for you to really have change, you have to have new voices, new thoughts, or whatever. Some of these dinosaurs and these people that have been in office for 30, 40 years, 20 years, you know what I'm saying? We always, you know, as black people, we always like to complain about, you know, um, this is wrong and corruption and blah, whatever. But we allow these things to happen, right? Um, term limits are very, very important because without a term limit, this is how you create dictators. Because who doesn't like to be in charge? Who doesn't want to be that guy or that person or that woman that's in charge? And once you're in charge, you get a taste of power and, you know, 
it feels good. You don't want to give that to them. That's why terms are important, right? Also, too, I think there should be accountability. You see, the moment these politicians say they're going to promise they're going to do X, Y, and Z, and they don't deliver, yo, they need to get fired. The same way that the CEO from HP got fired because she was not doing her job. Not everybody is going to be great at what they do. Seen? So it, it, it's, but you know, the, the thing in politics, um, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a dirty business. And ultimately, it's a popularity contest. And when you factor in, you know, people's emotions and, you know, deals are being made and money, it's very, very hard to give that up. You know, let, let's not forget about the Roman Empire and Caesar. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to power for a reason because there was a circumstance and you just did not give up the power. Do you think anything has really changed in terms of human nature between now and 800 or 2000 or 1500 years ago? No, people are exactly the same. This is just a remix version of it. So I absolutely agree with tournaments. You know what I'm saying? And I think, quite frankly, the, the position that you hold in office, the higher the position, should be a, even more accountability. More so. Because the decisions that you're making are not just affecting your life. It's affecting the lives of literally millions of people and a direction in terms of the where, the where the world can go. Seeing so. A lot to unpack there. Try to keep it short and sweet and talking ad libs for a reason. And uh, <laughs> that's it for me, Moments. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, everyone. Yeah. So I'm just here looking at some comments regarding um, Piper, the young lady that escaped. Um, someone said, let her live the same way y'all let that white woman that got Emmett Till killed. And she had a warrant the entire time. <laughs> let her be so there is an uh what do you call it an arrest warrant or so yeah a warrant has been issued for her arrest <laughs> yeah um and we said this yesterday that she has been set she was set up she was set up um never would i ever think i'd say something like this but in light of the situation i hope she's able to go find a peaceful life what a disgrace the system is for making her pay that devil's family uh girl if you're reading this go to cuba i hope she lives a beautiful life in no extradition no case i'm not sure the person is trying to say arrest the prosecutor and judge who put her in jail that's the justice Somebody else said she should not be in jail. If she's smart, she'll go to a country where she's protected from extradition. Um, what type of country do we live in where a teenager gets arrested for protecting herself and killing her abuser that may have killed her? And she has to pay her abuser's family money. Give her a passage to Cuba with Asata, Canada or Mexico. Someone take her to the island. She needs to be somewhere safe. Somebody said... Who is sponsoring her cash app? I have a donation to make. Another person said, you couldn't even pay me a billion dollars to snitch if I see her. Girl, run. Run, girl, run. Can somebody delete that comment in the chat for me, please? Greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So, bear with me one moment here. Um, I got a, I'm, I don't know how true it is, but I got, I got it. it. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, 
I got a text this morning that she's by her mom. I don't know how true it is, but I didn't like that when I see it. So I don't know if you look further into that because uh, they posted, I think they posted something that she uh, was with her. She's by her mom. So um, I didn't verify it, though, but I did get that text. So she ain't had and no mama. This is, this is, hold this on, Nouvelle, 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 hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Javette. I think it was Javette. I'm sorry, my slang. I said I thought she didn't have no mama, but I thought she didn't have a mother. Hmm. I think there's a backstory around that, that a recent backstory. Hold on, uh, one second, O'Neill. I think uh, Nouvelle was next and then to you, O'Neill. Sorry. Go ahead, Nouvelle. Yeah, just for clarity, we're talking about the young lady that was kidnapped and raped, and she killed her rapist, yes, correct? Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, O'Neill. No, allegedly, um, she has a mother that's been out there that didn't know she existed because she was taken away from the mother for years. So somehow they have reunited. Mm-hmm. Uh, my concern around that is, I'm hoping that if she's with that mother that that mother was smart enough to at least got legal some level of legal advice um because if, if i mean if it's public knowledge and there's a warrant out i really do not work it's cross state lines but then even crossing state lines is a criminal offense yeah <laughs> So, um, so if they if they if, if they decide to hold there's an uproar about uh, rescinding her sentences or whatever, based on what she's gone through, absconding, escaping, and crossing state line, is another crime. But I'm just hoping that um, her mother um, or they're getting good legal advice. And I mean. It's America, so I'm sure there's some lie or something on the case, but that's my concern. All right. So here is my concern in all of this for something. If it's going to be posted about her whereabouts, are we doing her any justice by doing that? By advertising that this is where she is or this is where she's probably headed. What we're doing is setting her up for failure. We're not helping her. We should uh, do it like the Underground Railroad. Keep them all shut. You see, social media is good and it's bad. While it raises awareness, it also incriminates. And whoever put this up, this post up, was not being the smartest person. Or was it their intent to harm her further? You know what's going through my mind as you were talking, um, O'Neill? I wonder if she has a death wish that she would rather die free than be in confinement. Just wondering. I mean, that could be it. And, and, and again, I'm saying, I'm hoping that because it appears to me that if where she's at is where she intended to go, that her escape was maybe strategically premeditated. Um, to escape knowing where you're going to go um with that said if 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 the, if the mother 
as the mother is biologically her 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 mom. Um, she's eighteen. I don't know. She she she's eighteen now, right? She's seventeen. Oh, she's seventeen, so she's a minor. Cool. So if she's with her biological mother, and her biological mother is can prove because it was taken away from the mother years ago it mean the mother had there was something in the system that requires her to be taken away but hopefully the mother is has is an upstanding citizen with all the requisite um, references there is a possibility that the mother may be in a position to claim the rights to her child because she's still a child, as long as she's under 18. So there may be a loophole there that we are that we're not aware of, and I'm hoping that's a loophole, because she's still a minor. So if she has a parent, because she was in a halfway house, so if she, if she has a parent that is capable of taking care of her, because um, normally the judge can release the person into somebody's care, right? Um, so maybe there is maybe there's a twist to all of this. Maybe the mother fired up, gotten legal advice, she had to escape in order to trigger her being able to take charge of that her for a child. And let's hope that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully we can get her um she can get um Benjamin Crumb. What's her name? Lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah man, because come like when the money go up on the case and the money not losing. You know? So hopefully, you know what I mean? Um somebody can with some, you know what I mean, can, um, can get our, um, that lawyer, or other lawyers like him, you know what I mean, and, and fight this case because, boy, it, 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 it don't make no sense. It, it really and truly make no sense, you know what I mean? But for me, me already, some, we know that some state laws different from others, probably if you, if it was some other state, then this wouldn't happen. She don't get, get off scotch-free, uh, self-defense, some stand-your-ground type of situation, whatever. But uh, then again, uh, um, but on the other hand, you have some state where I feel like I really wonder, like, yo, only even become a state, you know what I mean? But then again, you know, the history will be the place, yeah. So hopefully she can really get the help that she really and truly deserve. And, Yes, I'm absolutely right. If the woman they can still walk up and down to the hotel life and Emmett Till and she still live and Avar and even the warrant for arrest and judge and say, yo, no, she now get arrested and them say all sort of foolishness just finna lock her up. Yo, leave the local girl alone. Leave the local girl alone. You know what I mean? So I really hope the, the ancestors and universal come in and you know help her out like real talk. And I, I do apologize, she's now eighteen. When she when the thing happened, I think she was about fifteen. Well she she's a lot for this young lady to endure in her lifetime. But let me just do the other um sports article real quick and then we can go I, back I, I did send you an update two moments oh okay thank you dre all right so let me do the other sports article and then we'll jump back to it u.s basketball star Brittany griner has been sent to a russian penal colony the story courtesy of npr.org jailed american basketball star Brittany griner has been moved from a detention center outside of moscow and is being sent to a russian penal colony to begin serving out her nine-year sentence 
on drug smuggling charges, her lawyer said on Wednesday. A statement released by Griner's legal team says they do not have information on Griner's exact current location or her final destination. The statement also said that in accordance with standard Russian procedure, they anticipate Russian authorities will notify Griner's legal team and the U.S. Embassy of Griner's whereabouts upon arrival at her destination. Russian prison transfers can extend from several days to several weeks. The transfer move follows a Russian appeals court decision that upheld Griner's conviction on drug smuggling charges last month. The White House assailed the decision as sham justice, even as it made clear it continues to work to gain Griner's freedom through a potential prisoner exchange. Every minute that Brittany Griner must endure wrongful detention in Russia is a minute too long, said White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre in a statement. As the administration continues to work tirelessly to secure her release, the president has directed the administration to prevail on her Russian captors to improve her treatment and the conditions she may be forced to endure in a penal colony, the statement said. The White House also said it made a substantial offer over the summer widely reported to involve a suggested trade of convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in exchange for Griner and another jailed American, former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan. Things not looking good. Um, do, they, do we encourage the administration to continue pushing or should, we, or should they back off for a minute? Regroup and try again. Some folks say if you do the crime, you got to serve the time. You have to understand a country's laws while others feel that she's just a pawn in the Ukraine-Russia situation. Did she get herself um, in that situation? Inadvertently. By the decisions that, by the decisions she made? All right, cool. You know what? Yeah, let me mute my mic. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we return, we have more updates uh, regarding the polls, where we stand. Uh, keep it locked. Don't go anywhere. Hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday here on Coffee Toast. So we're only playing songs by women. You're listening to Lumi D. Never leave you.
everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. Thank you so much. Appreciate all your perspectives. Thank you for your comments in the chat. to all the listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com remember for quality music while you work or play keep it locked to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day and thank you to everyone listening online on jannoradio.com don't forget to download that Jano Radio app. J A H K N O. Jano Radio. Take us on the go. Talking out your necks and you're a Christian. A Muslim sleeping with the gin. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin? Showing off your ass because you're thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again. You know I only say it because I'm truly genuine. Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gin, baby girl. Respect. Just a minimum. Minimum. You still defending them now. One minute to the top of the hour. We got one minute to get there. Don't be late. Women in Philly pen. It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin. Look at where you be in. Hair weaves like Europeans. Fake nails done by Koreans. Come again.
listening online you are listening to coffee in tow world news on the go it's a nail-biting day in the u.s of a i don't know which way it's gonna go right now we're still hopeful can't give up hope they say right gotta be hopeful still waiting on the count from nevada arizona Georgia and um, Alaska for the Senate results. Still waiting on quite a few states for the House results. Right now, the Democrats have 214, GOP 221. And for the governor results, we're waiting on Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, and uh, Alaska. That's as at 12.02 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much. Appreciate you and your beautiful voice. So Donald Trump sent Ron DeSantis a 2024 warning shot. (laughs) Courtesy of CNN Politics on the day of the 
2022 general election, Donald Trump sent a very clear 2024 message to Ron DeSantis saying, stay out of the race or else. <laughs> I would tell you things about him, but that won't be very flattering. I know more about him than anybody other than perhaps his wife. Trump said in an interview with Fox News Digital, Trump, a Florida resident, did say Tuesday that he had voted for DeSantis as another term as governor. Trump's rhetoric is the most open threat he has made against DeSantis in recent weeks. At a rally in Pennsylvania over the weekend, Trump referred to DeSantis as Ron DeSantimonious. That nickname came less than a month after Trump called it a big mistake when DeSantis endorsed Colorado Republican Senate nominee Joe Odea. Odea had previously told CNN's Dana Bash that he would actively oppose the former president if he ran for the White House in 2024. And it comes after Trump has repeatedly insisted that DeSantis would be unwise to run against him. If I faced him, I'd beat him like I would beat everyone else, Trump told Yahoo Finance in October of last year of DeSantis. I think most people would drop out, and I think he would drop out too. That may be a bit of a wishful thinking by Trump, you think? DeSantis appears to be on the verge of a victory, and yes, he, we know he's, all, he, he's victorious. He um, trumped Charlie Crist, and that win could serve as a springboard for a 2024 bid. As Politico has noticed, noted, DeSantis raised over $200 million, a staggering sum for his re-election race, and had $90 million left in the bank. Woo! <laughs> Trump has routinely said that he effectively created DeSantis by endorsing him in the 2018 Republican gubernatorial primary. He repeated that claim on Tuesday in an interview with News Nation. <laughs> Good old Trump being Trump, right? Um, uh, Trump, don't you have to worry about the legal battles against your organization at this time? But who do the Republicans prefer? Do they prefer Trump or do they, the, the um, entertainer, or do they prefer um, DeSantis, the sanctimonious? <laughs> Florida preferred um, this, um, the governor, but the Republican Party then prefer um, Trump. Uh, I didn't idea them got that, you know, so just that right now father and son are fighting you know i mean <laughs> trump 2.0 to say the least yeah you know what i mean <laughs> so DeSantis was able to raise 200 million dollars that's 200 million dollars worth of um buyout if you ask me agenda buyout if you ask me you know he who has the money has the power. All right, we're going to get back to some um, reports with regard to what's going on in the races, the midterms. Passenger busted by TSA agents for, for trying to smuggle a gun inside raw chicken stashed in carry-on bag. Okay, if I delete your comment every time you come in, and or your com you notice your comment is deleted, why you keep putting the comment in the chat? Stay gone, please. Is it this Moo guy? No, not him. It's somebody okay. else that keeps coming in and putting their 
nobody in here cares to be solicited. So do I need to put up a no solicitation sign? Nobody cares to be solicited. If anybody wants crypto, they know where to go. I don't even see them come in, so I, I don't know why I keep missing it. <laughs> the next time that person Moments, comes in, let's it's a make total sure we wait. Moments, just make sure we can see them when they come in. Yeah. Um, back channel so we can get the name of the person. So the we thing can make is, sure we totally yeah, the thing is, I'm not looking at the phone all the time, right? So you, you see them pop up and then you see the comment and yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're sick of it Damn. here. We are sick of it over here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All solicitors stay out. That's all we're going to say. Appreciate you. So a passenger busted by TSA agents for trying to smuggle gun inside raw chicken stashed in a carry on bag. And this is out of the believe it or not stories. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. This is why TSA may have wondered why a passenger was carrying a raw chicken through the checkpoint. On Monday, officers with the federal agency said it caught a person trying to conceal a gun inside a raw chicken that was stashed in their carry-on luggage. Are you dumb? The weapon was flagged by TSA at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport in Florida. The gun was found wrapped in what looked like thin paper packaging and hidden inside a raw chicken, according to CBS News. TSA posted photos on its Instagram account showing the uncooked chicken being examined in the airport security screening area, and the gun, once it was removed, unwrapped. And with a bit of humor, the caption ahead of Thanksgiving read, There is a personal foul here. <laughs> Do they not understand the idea of x-ray? <laughs> I don't think so. Javet, I'm laughing for that, but check the chat. We don't do crypto. We're from the Caribbean. We chop the line. <laughs> <laughs> we the <de> chop. <laughs> we ch you know what? <laughs> good one. Good that's one. A, that's a real good one. Yeah, we're not uh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in crypto. Yeah, bang the thing there. Thing where I chop the line, <laughs> the line get chopped. <laughs> okay, back to the business. So, um, yes, Javet, they're dumb as heck. So, I did not know that you could actually take raw meat through the um with you. Yes, you can. Yes, you yes. can. We used to take meat home every time we traveled overseas. Now I know. Now I know. So I can go to Jamaica and bring up some chicken fry yard because you know there's something about the chickens in Jamaica. That's you can't bring it back. <laughs> you can't bring it in. Because somehow I, 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 I don't think I can travel. I don't think I can travel international. international. Yeah, so you can't carry raw meat from outside of the country in. Because Manalai, Jamaica, have some of the best chicken. Look at KFC. KFC killing it in Jamaica. It's the best chicken. People all over the world want the KFC out of Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Best dress, baby. <laughs> Chappy line. Rich, I like. Kachiata line. <laughs> Yo, mom, is it easy? Oh, no, I got to stop it. <laughs> 
one thing, but what? Let me ask you a question. Not to digress too much. Why is a Jamaican so blouse and skirt bossy? What's it, what is it about us? Why we gotta be like that? <laughs> Why we don't know for all ourselves? Anyway, yeah, the plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving, a TSA spokesperson wrote. For us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Take, for instance, this hen. You believe it? <laughs> okay, these people are killing me. Okay, so um, cuisine for all for a full Thanksgiving menu, like meats and seafood, are allowed on carry-on luggage as long as travelers abide by federal packaging guidelines, which can be read on the TSA website. So check that out. If you're going to try stuffing weapons and ammunition into the chickens, no, that's not going to work, folks. Be smart about it. Next up, National Park Services issue warning telling people to refrain from licking psychedelic toads. Really? People do that kind of crazy? But anyway, into the story we go, courtesy of BallaAlert.com. So, on Monday, the National Park Services warned their guests to stay clear of the Sonoran Desert Toad, also known as the Colorado River Toad. The toad in question is the largest in the U.S. at seven inches. They're also recognized... <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned in thought, yeah. word, and deed. <laughs> I have sinned in thought, word, and deed. Forgive me, Lord. Let me keep my face straight. Newville, do not laugh, please. And don't make any comments, Newville. So... They're also recognized by their short, weak, low-pitched toot. As we say with most things you come across at a national park, whether it be a banana slug, an unfamiliar mushroom, or a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night, please refrain from licking the post read. This particular toad species was described as secreting toxins that could harm humans if consumed or touched. So recently... Guests of national parks have been running the risk of poisoning while seeking out the 5-meal DMT and bufotenine, whatever, found in the frog's venom, which produces psychedelic effects. Are, are we really serious here? We okay? Are we okay that we would actually seek out to lick a 7-inch frog? You know what? <sighs> Lord help us. We, we need help. No, 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 we, them. I mean, we not running. Well, I'm frog. not saying we are excluded. <laughs> I don't put nothing past nobody anymore, right? Them days done. Where you would hear certain things and you'd think, no, uh-uh, me done with them. No, days. man, when we said them was in whoever do it, you know what I mean? So, them would go on a lick frog and anything just oh. to get high. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, yo, them, why, why, me tell you? We're weird. some crazy people out there, man. <laughs> we're a little on the weird side. We, we're very um, adventurous, okay? So another story out of the Believe It or Not segment. Tyson Foods CFO gets drunk, enters a stranger's home, and falls asleep in her bed. <laughs> the 32-year-old was arrested in the early morning on Sunday <laughs> 
<laughs> After a woman called 911 to report that a strange man was asleep in her bed whom she did not know, police arrived shortly after 2 a.m. to find Tyson still napping in the woman's Fayetteville, Arkansas home. She believed Tyson let himself into her home through her unlocked front door and made herself made himself comfortable in her room. Uh, you don't lock doors anymore? Why is her front door? I have no voice. Why is her front door unlocked? That's what I want to know. Is that what you do, lady? Keep your front door asleep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's lucky and fall asleep. This is America where certain persons be like, oh, yeah, this is a beautiful neighborhood. Uh, we never thought this could ever happen. Uh, everyone is so peaceful, uh, hardworking. Uh, it's a place to be. It's an American dream. So uh, that's the, the, the type of neighborhood and that's the type of people. Where, I, trust me, me and my wife, even more time, we had a night time where we had drive to some little town more time and we look and we all say, yo, how about a night, you know, them curtain, them lock them curtain, them, them wide open, you see, right in the front room and you, you, you see, no man, and them door is like, you come at them door and lock, and me I say, yo, over here, different, but again, that, those are the type of, right, if you watch the news more time and when you hear something happen, the first thing them come out and say, ah, oh, this is a very uh, prosperous neighborhood. Uh, we never thought something like this could happen. I mean, everyone is so peaceful and loving, uh, hardworking. Uh, th this is crazy, and um, you know something has to be done. Uh, yeah, so I, I just saw them be a like, real talk. Loving that voice change. <laughs> <laughs> <Loving it. laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> with y'all 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 are killing me today we need the laughter though yeah we need the laughter we need to laugh today lighten it up a bit so this just in you know homeland security admits it launched fail oper failed operation to manufacture fake terrorists for trump you know we, we'll get back to that Let, let's keep it moving i can't enough of trump i'm sick of hearing the name now Nigerian Instagram influencer who flaunted private jets and luxury cars sentenced to 11 years for money laundering. Sometimes doing it for the gram goes wrong. A Nigerian influencer learned the hard way. He was found guilty on charges of money laundering and fraud and his Instagram did not help the case. Raymond Abbas, who went by Hush Puppy on Instagram, has been sentenced to 135 months in federal prison for money laundering and internet fraud. The U.S. Uh, Attorney's Office for the Central District of California announced on Monday. He was taken into custody. He's 40 years old. Yeah, so he was taken into federal custody in June 2020 after being arrested in Dubai and expelled from the United Arab Emirates. He's been ordered to pay $1.7 million in restitution to two fraud victims. Ah, oh boy. In 2019, there was a scheme where Abbas worked with a co-conspirator to launder $14.7 million that North Korean hackers stole from a bank in Malta. The court's documents read. All right, well, go on, go flaunt it. No. So, Vogue is suing Drake and 21 Savage for $4 million over fake magazine cover promo for her loss. And this is in the um, entertainment segment. Um, so, yeah, according to documents obtained by TMZ, the publication alleges that the rapper's 
had fans believe there would be a special edition magazine dropping soon. Me and my brother, a new stance tomorrow, Drake posted to Instagram prior to the album's release. Thanks at Vogue magazine and Anna Winter for the love and support on this historic moment, her last November 4th. Now, the magazine's owner, Condon Ast, is saying that the publication never endorsed the album in any way. They also requested that the rappers remove any promo that includes the Vogue name. In addition to asking the court to stop the duo from using the Vogue name immediately, Condon Ast is seeking $4 million in damages. <laughs> I think there's a subliminal message being wow. sent. I think there's a subliminal message, Javet. I think this is me and i'm like afa no you know i'm gonna think like a regular person sometimes right i think this is a right back at you because the rap culture which we know is um popular because of the black americans or the black entertainers i think this is a right back at you because vogue propels um or they promote rather fashion and a lot of the fashion that they promote is based on what black culture right let's be real about it so i think this right here is a right back at you moment i may be reading too deep into it but that's what i feel i don't know hmm. four million dollars you don't talk sense <laughs> All right, next up in entertainment news. This I find this one I find a little interesting. So a judge agrees to remove British Williams's ankle monitor so she can keep filming basketball wives amid her fraud case. Last year, Williams was indicted on misuse of a social security number. Remember, we spoke about this earlier in the year. Four charges of bank fraud, three charges of wire fraud, three counts of making false statements to the IRS and three charges of aggravated identity theft. The indictment claims the 31-year-old used fake social security numbers to obtain lines of credit and loans from several banks in 2017. She is also accused of depositing counterfeit checks into bank accounts without the account holder's knowledge and withdrawing the money before the banks could realize the checks were fraudulent. What, you expect her to sit down and wait? Y'all dumb. Williams has remained on bond but was ordered to wear an ankle monitor. However, in recent court documents, Williams says the ankle monitor is interfering with her day-to-day -day life. The influencer explained that the ankle monitor had got in the way of filming scenes for basketball wives. Producers are not pleased with having to accommodate the monitor on set. Williams told the court that the ankle monitor also made her miss out on a $30,000 Savage Fenty opportunity. Williams explained that the company cut ties with her because the ankle monitor showed during lingerie and pajama set photo shoots. Prosecutors were not buying it. In response to her request, they accused the 32-year-old, now 32-year-old, of violating a court order and requested that her bond be revoked. They also accused Williams of traveling across state lines without permission, which is not hard to believe given that the show does film in other locations at times. Despite the pleas from prosecutors to lock up Williams immediately, a judge agreed with Williams and allowed the tracking device to be removed 
for the time being. This comes as Williams faces yet another fraud case related to a car accident. Williams has pleaded not guilty to all charges. Girl, you better slap that ankle monitor on and rock it like what's her name did in Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. What was her name? Tommy. Tommy wore her ankle monitor. Who are we talking about? Some girl named... Let me be respectful. Some young lady that goes by the name of British Williams. Let me put the link at the top. Um, this is just ridiculous. Well, free hush puppy then, cause she I do all sort of fraud and scamming out of her, and she a walk around and get too much money and walk around free and and and, 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 and have the audacity to talk about ankle bracelet, a bad or or, or what? To stop her from do whatever it is. Free hush puppy. But tell yo, but tell about that country, you know? <laughs> and that is why them said puss and dog. Now they said look still like real dog. So. You know what you say? What you say? After said the world no level at all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I I'm a weird man, but, but that's why it just best for just if you know. That's what me. That's what me. <laughs> Poor different, Africa you know. Talk, no. <laughs> oh, I'm a different man. Even though I know say yo certain things aren't fair. At the same time, I just know say that we could Jamaican saying yeah, just stuck them in puss and dog. Now they said look. So if I know say a certain place that away. The best thing, I just would just avoid certain things, like yeah. real talk. So I put her, I put the link at the top so we can see who, what she looks like. I, I have no clue. First time hearing about her. Okay, I guess I stopped watching. Me too. When she joined. You know why I stopped? I know her ex-husband though. Who is her the, ex-husband? The, the player guy. I've seen his face before. Um, Tommy rocked that ankle monitor and continued filming for love and hip-hop i have been down on south beach and i see mothers out and about with their kids at the beach having a grand old time with their ankle monitors um i see people all the time with their ankle monitors and it doesn't seem to stop them from being able to work um i worked with a gentleman a young gentleman i was his supervisor he wore his ankle monitor to work every day yeah, I mean, come on. It doesn't stop life. Wait, did you say a supervisor wearing an ankle monitor? No, I was his supervisor. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. He wore his ankle monitor to work every day. No, I mean, life goes on. So you're trying to be cute if that, I, you know what? Let me, let me keep it moving because girl, bye. And the judge, who is this judge? Who on earth is this judge? What's the judge's name? That you're going to agree. Javette, if you're wearing an ankle monitor <laughs> and you go across state lines, what's going to happen to you, Javette? Y'all may not find me, especially in the state of Texas. <laughs> and look at how unfair life is. She is allowed to remove her tracking device, but we have a warrant issued for the arrest of Piper. What message is that sending? That's a good one. That's all I know. You know what I mean? Uh, like, about the problem, the, who, is a man judge? Is a man judge? We don't know. We don't know. And uh, right now, I don't have access to that information. But I would love oh, for them okay. to reveal that because there has to be something behind the, the behind the scenes as far as this judge and her are concerned that they would ignore. Everything. 
And let, let, let's not forget, these are serious charges. Very serious, yes. And it's not a one charge, it's a couple of them together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's a chopper. message. Yeah, and yo, but it, it <clears throat> put some dog on the same look. That, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's it. We don't have the same luck, and we, we just keep it moving on that one. We, we definitely don't have the same luck. So let us do a quick check-in with MSNBC. Let's see what's going on. Georgia Senate headed to runoff. Okay, holding on. I'm waiting for the um refresher here. Bear with me one second. So we're still waiting on Georgia, Arizona. Georgia's tied now. Warnock and um Herschel. Herschel, they are tied 50-50. The Hershey Bar. <laughs> I can't wait until the after party. This is not cute. How do you feel, Marla? What What are they? You know, well, hold on a second. What are they saying? Um. But in the meantime, Simone Sanders say people need to give, or says rather, that people need to give Stacey Abrahams her flowers. Uh, let me just tap in here. One second. Where is it? Turn my volume up. Am I deaf? I'm going, oh no, it's me, it's me, folks, it's me. Let's just wait for this commercial to end. Tap <laughs> <laughs> to unmute. Every iPhone. Okay, my work here is done. If I may, really quickly, yeah. I just, let, let's finish really quickly. Uh, we've talked about Tim Ryan, who lost. You talked about Stacey Abrams. I want to talk about how she has revolutionized politics in oh, Georgia. She Joe Biden won. You know, it's so interesting. Harry Reid used to be a guy that had the state wired. Mm -hmm. He's one of the few guys that you could call and say, what's going to happen? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he'd tell you. Those sort of politicians don't exist anymore. About two days before voting ended in Georgia, we called and said, how's Georgia going to end up? Stacey Abrams when it was looking bad for Biden, she goes, he's going to win by about 10,000, 11,000 votes. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a little, you don't have to show. I'm like, that's a little too specific. <laughs> Two or three days later, Biden won by 10, 11. And I said, oh, my God, I've never seen anybody with yeah. a state wired like Stacey. She may have lost. She lost. We understand that. But talk about yep. how she put Georgia on the map for the Democrats. infrastructure that the new Georgia project led by Stacey Abrams built is the infrastructure along with the investments from the Democratic National Committee. If you talk to Jamie Harrison, he'll tell you they gave real money to Georgia this cycle. The DSCC gave real money to Georgia. The work that Stacey Abrams did is the reason that Georgia was in play in 20, was is in play right now, and will continue to be in play for the cycles to come. And so yeah. sometimes you do not get to reap the immediate benefits for yourself of the work that you do. And right. I think that that is a story that black women all across this country know all too well. But people better stand up and give Stacey Abrams her That's flowers. right. That's by right. The, by the way, Moses. Thank you. Yeah. Mo I lost my preacher. <laughs> so I'll, right talk, I'll talk to my oh, preacher. Gonna, yeah. Moses. He led the Jews to the promised land, but he didn't get there himself. He, he didn't get there himself, but God took care of Moses. Yes, Keep reading he did. the Bible. God oh. said, I will bury Moses. 
y'all leave Moses alone and let Joshua keep going. And Stacy will get her due. God will reward Stacy. Anytime you see Ossoff and Walnock and Biden in Washington, you're looking at the work of Stacey Abrams. That Amen. is correct. Amen. All right, still ahead. Our- I want to say one more thing. We got oh. some great guests mm-hmm. we get to. Yep, how we feel. She deserves her flowers. And um, that young lady said something that is so true. A lot of times we don't reap the benefits of the work that we put in. But it doesn't mean that we are to give up, right? Let's think about those who are coming behind us, who then will be able to take the, um, the plan, the blueprint, and say, okay, you know what? Let's do some reworking here. Let's probably shave off this or add this hair and make those changes. That will then propel the next person. She has forever changed the trajectory. She has changed the landscape. You cannot deny her that. She has left an indelible mark in the state of Georgia, as a matter of fact, in politics as it is in the U.S. of A. Give her her flowers, folks. Give her her flowers. And I hope the citizens of Georgia. That was MSNBC, uh, Javette. Uh, Simone Sanders was just speaking on the platform. Oh, okay. I like her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to be disappointed and give up, right? We're going to be disappointed and continue to have hope, understanding that even if she doesn't run again, she will be able to help somebody else. And somebody else will be inspired by the work that she has put in. This woman was relentless. She didn't back down. She lost, but she kept working. She's history. She's historical. She is the future as well. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. <laughs> she used to be on CNN, um, Javette. I didn't even remember that. Yes, I used to love watching her on CNN. And then she got in. She got into a little debate with one of their head others. Uh-huh. And then next thing I know, she was gone. Because she speaks her mind so very eloquently. Let me ask you a question, Javed. Are black people allowed to speak their mind without any repercussion? Not no. When, not when they feel we are being a little too expressive or if I voice change octaves. <laughs> so I like what you Yo, hear. that was... So I like us in here. We're a problem. We're a problem, right? We're a problem. I'm a huge problem for the. I'm a huge problem. You see, I'm trying to do Javette's thing where you you, she's doing the sexy voice, and I'm trying to do that. (laughs) Even when I'm speaking to candidates today, and they're getting on my nerves, I'm like, not a problem. No, I'm using Javette's voice the entire day. (laughs) (laughs) So what else about me? Javette's awesome. 
Okay, more mints. Well, then I said, well, me. You're cancelled. You're cancelled. You're cancelled. Just cancelled. Just cancelled. Just all around cancelled. They would say to you, they would say to you, Afo, shut up and drive. Just deliver the goods. What? What you say? That's what they would say to you. Just shut up and drive. Just deliver the goods. Damn time, they wouldn't hear. Damn time, I hear. Then when I do, when I quote them, though, um, the the what what you call them something twelve um Riza Islam and 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 the other guy so they're red hot twelve the twelve something them call them. I forgot what them call them during the the pandemic time and then block them and say oh they're so deadly and dangerous terrorists and all them something there um so there was no problem with them like that Rasta now Rasta now all them them out and talk yeah tell it as it is I've been practicing, guys. Y'all don't want to hear the other side. Of <laughs> we know. Don't. We know, Javet. We all have multiple sides, right? And uh, over the years, we learn how to control, you know, certain things. And we learn to temper certain things, right? Oh, yeah, my mouth has got me in trouble quite a few times. I think my mouth um, is of great concern to my husband, right? I, I really think so. I think he worries like, oh, my gosh. Whew, Lord, just give you together. It has been a problem ever since I was a child. I remember I would go back and forth with my mother and my father would be like, please, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Just chill, cut it out. So I've learned over the years, right? Not 100% there, still have a way to go. But if people don't speak up, then what happens? Close your Very great question. Fed. What was that, Javan? Great question. Sorry. A closed mouth don't get fed. Don't get fed. And understand, though, that we are benefiting from those who chose to be brave. For those who chose to stand up. They were selfless. So, yeah. And they were willing to die for us. Right? So, let us honor them. We can... Be respectful with our delivery, right? We can be very articulate with our delivery, right? Yeah, we're not going to disrespect you. We're just going to say what we have to say in a very circumspect way. And you are going to get that message and understand that our, we have a voice because we have feelings, emotions. We have experiences. It's pretty windy outside. Go ahead, Javet. No, not Javet. Who was that? Uh, somebody had their mic open. Okay. All right. So, Newville. Oh, you had your mic open. All right. Another quick break, and then we'll come back. All right. Oops. Here we go. Here is Jade with Don't Walk Away.
all the listeners listening online on janorader.com and qmzradio.com keep it locked it is hashtag wcw woman crush wednesday here on coffee and toe so we're playing songs by women only everyone here with me on clubhouse of course this is where the conversation happens appreciate each and every one of you had to take this one from the rosolo show last night as well i think i took about four songs from her playlist you must have somehow felt me staring on the low. Something tells me you're the kind of guy I'd like to get to know. Coming up after this, we're going to have the Caribbean Corner. into the Caribbean corner. First up, 
courtesy of Caribbean.LoopNews.com. Flights from Canada return to Grenada. Yippee-yay! The Grenada Tourism Authority has announced the return of Air Canada and Sunwing Airlines, which both resumed service to to the Maurice Bishop International Airport from the Toronto Pearson Airport. In a statement, the Grenada Tourism Authority said Air Canada has a twice-weekly service on Thursdays and Sundays and Sunwing Airlines also on Sundays. Official welcome ceremonies were held for each carrier at the VIP Government Lounge at the Maurice Bishop International Airport. Both flights were at almost full capacity. Grenada has been experiencing a surge in air traffic with new and returning flights and will see further added capacity from Europe in the coming weeks. Good for you, Grenada. I gotta give them a round of applause. Happy for them over there. Grenada, the Spice Island. We got, we have a um nutmeg tree which we got from Grenada actually. Yeah. That nutmeg tree survived Hurricane Gilbert. Okay, next up we hot, we hop on over to Jamaica. Jamaica.loopnews.com Jamaican housekeeper remanded in the U.S. after fatal stabbing. A Jamaican woman on Monday pleaded not guilty in a Massachusetts U.S. court to fatally stabbing a man during an altercation, which she told police investigators stemmed from an unwanted and persistent sexual advance. Anika Brown, a 35-year-old housekeeper, was slapped with charges of manslaughter assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, stemming from the incident on Monday morning. According to a report to the Cape Cod Times at about 9.15 a.m., the Harwich police responded to a 911 call about a potential stabbing at 860 Route 28 in South Harwich, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Upon arrival, the officers found a man seriously wounded, and he later succumbed to his injuries at the Cape Cod Hospital. His identity was not released. Brown was subsequently arrested at an apartment complex and arraigned at Orleans District Court on Monday afternoon, where she pleaded not guilty. Her attorney, Brad Simpson, urged the court to grant his client bail, as she had no previous criminal record and would not be a danger to the community. In furtherance of that point, He revealed that Brown has been traveling to Massachusetts for work as a housekeeper since 2015. He also argued that a possible self-defense claim could be brought by Brown in the future, as his client told investigators that the incident stemmed from an unwanted and persistent sexual advance. However, the prosecution, which was represented by Assistant DA Michael Giardino, said bail should not be considered by the court based on the nature of the crime. Judge Robert Welsh III sided with the prosecution, ordering that the Jamaican be held in custody for 120 days. Brown is to return to court for a probable cause hearing on December 2. So here we go again. Similar case, right? Not quite the same, but similar. She's acting in self-defense. And I'm not supporting stabbing. Don't get me wrong. But how do we get to protect ourselves then? Can you please tell us how we're to protect ourselves so that a man does not try to rape us? If we're telling you, leave us alone. We don't want you. 
We no want to sleep with you. Hop off from a fender. Back off. Give us a break. And you keep coming and coming and coming. What happens then? Oh, we must just allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I hope she gets off. I hope she does. Enough is enough. Leave us alone. Them sell things in at the store. Them go buy one and help yourself. So now she goes to jail. And I hope she gets off. I hope it goes to, um, they have to do, what you call it? I don't even know what to hope anymore. Because if she goes to trial by jury, I don't even know. But I do hope she gets off. On if you learn, if you leave the woman alone, learn. You don't own us. We are not your property. I, for me as a woman, in my um, early younger days, a knife was always the easiest thing for me to keep on my person or keep near me. Um, but now I've, um, well, I still have the knife, but I also moved over to the stun gun. And uh, they're very inexpensive. And um, depending on where you put it on a person will depend how incapacitated they can get. But um, I've always, to this day, I think a knife is easier for me to uh, keep for protection. Yeah, it is. It is. They need a stunt gun, um, Javette. When you point the pandemic, them things drop off. You can hit them right there, too. Out, is out of order here? Okay, good. You can hit them right there <laughs> in the part that they're trying to use on you. Oh, yeah. them blows and skirt. Oh, no, must learn. Learn. No means no. No means no. Clark announces a $60 billion increase in the national budget. Minister of Finance and the Public Service, Dr. Nigel Clark, has announced that the 2022-2023 budget has been increased by $60 billion to $972 billion. The increase of 6.6% is reflected in the first supplementary estimates, which the minister tabled in the House of Representatives on Tuesday. Among other things, he said the Russia-Ukraine war and the supply chain issues and rising inflation that followed were in part responsible for the increase. An allocation of $21 billion as part of the compensation package for public sector employees accounts for the bulk of the increased expenditure. This arises primarily from the discussions with public sector unions and staff associations in respect of the compensation restructure programmed for implementation during this fiscal year, Clark highlighted. He said an amount of $2.2 billion requested by the Ministry of Health and Wellness to facilitate the payment of salary-related allowances contributed to this increase. Kind of sounds small to me. Anyway, 
Non-debt recurrent expenditure of $52.7 billion will account for the largest share of the overall increase, while capital expenditure will soak up $1.3 billion and debt service $6 billion. On the recurrent side, the increased amount is allocated as follows. The Ministry of Economic Growth and Job Creation benefits from a net increase of $5.1 billion, of which $4 billion is to support island-wide drain cleaning, debushing, and minor repairs to gullies, and approximately $3.9 billion for patching, local and general rehabilitation of scoured and damaged roadways island-wide. Excuse me. Ministry of Health and Wellness, a net increase of $3.6 billion to support the payment of arrears for goods and services at the regional health authorities and the procurement of drugs and medical supplies in the RHAs. Minister of Transport and Mining, $1.1 billion for the Jamaica Urban Transit Company towards the company's fuel costs and other operating overheads. Minister of National Security Group, $6 billion, including Jamaica Defense Force, $1.5 billion for the police department, $3.3 billion, uh, and Department of Correctional Services, $862 million. Ministry of Education. Oh, I was just waiting for this part. I'm so sorry. Uh, relief, right? Ministry of Education, an allocation of $2.2 billion, including $530 million to supply laptop computers to teachers under the heads of agreement with the Jamaica Teachers Association. $592 million towards the production of breakfast snacks for PATH students. $140 million to support critical repairs in uh, identified schools. Where's the rest? Something is missing. Where's the rest? Where's the rest? Ministry of Education, we need to put more money there. Teachers need pay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Where, where, where is this money coming from? Is this money that they're borrowing? I would spending, hope it's taxes. It... I would hope it's taxes because it does say I, I would hope so that too. a portion of it is to do debt servicing. Okay, so let's see. But my thing is, the teachers have been complaining about back pay owed to them. Nurses have been complaining about back pay. Me not see nothing about no money if it got towards them things there. We'll and come again, people. You know what? It's time for me to wrap up, unfortunately. So sorry, folks. We are at the end of another wonderful show of course couldn't do it without all of you not at all but something's missing something's missing i saw mega semi-cloud fix it and come back from talk to me listeners who logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com for quality music while you work or play log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day Yo!
Thank you to everyone that listened online on JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. And of course, I have to give a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. Couldn't do it without you. I'm Moments With Me, and you were listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share... Well, not 12. Why am I saying 12? I need to get that out of my head, right? 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. That's the new time. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media. The me in everything is MI. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask you this one favor. Please be safe. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. And tomorrow we are also live on futurefm.net and futurefm 98.9 in the bronx mount vernon and westchester have a wonderful day and enjoy the rest of your time